you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friend Zone. I love black people. I love black people too, but I hate I had to use that clip. That's a new sound bite for y'all. 24, we got some more. Okay. That's a new sound bite for y'all. When I have to share bad news. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't like having to share bad news. Now, this day, okay, on today, I have to share the fact that according to the Associated Press, uh, UPS, UPS's ass, I should say, uh, is going to cut 12,000 jobs oh, I saw that. just Damn. five months after reaching a union deal Fuck as the up. revenue outlook for the year disappoints. Now, that sounds like some bull of the shit to me. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> Y'all finally agree to these terms to, to, to for people to be working fairly. You know what I'm saying? All that shit in the warehouse. And this is what y'all going to deliver? You know what mm. I'm saying? I'm over it. And I think it's a lie anyway. What you mean the revenue is down for the year? They, they I can't get enough delivery people. Okay, why is my <laughs> shit so true. pushed back and not, <laughs> not coming on time? And you know what I'm saying? Y'all need the help. Y'all need the workers. So what the fuck are y'all talking about? You're not in a position to cut no jobs, and I don't appreciate it. So this one here is on behalf of all the UPS workers. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if y'all got any last words to share, but, you know, I was going to tell them I just them, feel them. that means the CEOs of people up top couldn't line their pockets as much as usual mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they were paying them properly mm-hmm. finally, and mm-hmm. that's the real problem. Ain't mm-hmm. no revenue drop. Mm-hmm. It's your pocket line. You damn dropped. right it is. Right. I hate and, that. And may their asses hit the floor. You know what I'm saying? I wish the gout on them. I wish... <laughs> uh, you know, anything, gangrene, perhaps. <laughs> I just, you know, anything that is, you know, That's crippling so in nature. Because how are you going to snatch the rug off underneath these people right here? And everybody knows UPS workers be fine. As so hell. is this a, is this a cool personal too. thing? Yeah. Like, what is it? Cool. You know what I'm saying? They always Man. happy. You know what I'm saying? Tan legs. I could tell you one thing Brown can do for me, honey. <laughs> I'm just they saying the brown to keep you down, son. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Damn, that's heartbreaking. So, yeah. so fuck oh, UPS. No. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> fuck y'all, UPS. Y'all need to get in people their damn jobs back. It's too much shit damn, going on in the world. Damn, after such a good deal. Remember, we were all so happy for them. Like, Hell oh, my yeah. God, they deserve that. Teachers and just next. after Christmas. Oh. 
Yep. You know what I'm saying? This is really Top fucked up. Top and of it's the a year, Valentine's Day coming down. Yeah, well, yep. your people weren't getting shit shipped Valentine's <laughs> Day. I know it's just it's just fucked up to me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I think the letters deserve to be lowercase on everything they do. And you know, that's it. Fuck you, P.S. Fuck y'all. Fuck F you. P.S. <laughs> and with that being said, UPS. <laughs> welcome to the friend zone. We be looking at all things. <laughs> <mental health. laughs> F you. P.S. <laughs> I really want to name the episode that, but what that looks fucks. like? Fuck. Fucks. F.U.P.S. That's right. Fuck. Fuck y'all. Okay. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. That's right. Up yours, U.P.S. <laughs> Get bent, U.P.S. Let's take some other clean insults. We're going to name it Fups. Let me text y'all. <laughs> That's right. God damn it. Nigga said Get bent. That's right. Stroll the pole, U.P.S. <laughs> I don't know. I just... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome to the friend zone. Your weekly look at hard things, mental health, mental wellness, <laughs> and pole strolling. Because who in the hell wants to unstroll pole? <laughs> hey, friend, hey, Asante, how you doing? Because I know your packages didn't come on time. Fuck, fuck you, P.A. <laughs> Can I complain about something? A very first world problem. You know what? I would complain too. So let's just do it. Go ahead. I mean, it's going to be really short and quick because I don't like talking about people. And I know that everybody works extremely hard to do their jobs. But every now and then someone doing their job too well or a little too outside of their bounds inconveniences me. Mm -hmm. And I don't like to complain. But in this situation, I just want to share very, very quickly. These are some really good headphones. I don't usually use them for business, but I'm enjoying them right now. Anyway. I got something delivered from Instacart. I think I might have told y'all this last week or the week before. I told somebody this story because I was so mad about this. I got something delivered on Instacart, and y'all know I got a door person, so they'd be calling up here. Mm-hmm. They ain't called up here in months. All of my stuff just been coming straight to the Wait, door. So I what? figured, which That's is their fine. Literal job. I, I, it's fine with me. I am home usually when my things are coming, so usually I'm expecting someone to come to my door any damn way. I'm not. Mm, like I don't want to hear that thing ring that somebody's. I actually enjoy. I know that because normally things are coming, so it's not strangers showing up. It ain't no door to door. Would you does the so Lord this rule like breaking works for you? Unannounced this particular guest. But what about unannounced guests? I don't have unannounced okay. guests. I don't have unannounced guests. I don't have people trying to sell me stuff. I don't even get trick or treaters. Okay. I'm fine with it. <laughs> That's me. In this particular, <laughs> I mean, it, <laughs> we'll move on. <laughs> What I would like to say is Child. this one particular. Oh my god! I'm all, this, all I've been thinking about. On tour I'm, I'm, did y'all see them on Fox Soul? I saw them on tour. Yeah, okay. and they was they was. Candy took a picture with them at the old lady gang. Candy said, "Charles Miss Nettie might make your lunch, but old lady gang made your dinner." She said she was happy to see them. <laughs> I only cook for you. Shout out to uh, T.S. Madison and Claudia and Al on TGIF. They inter- they interviewed Ooh. them last, last yes. week. Missing that Charles. That. Sorry, Asante, please. <laughs> no, that was actually a great pivot. Um, I ordered Instacart because my lunch needed to be ready. Mm-hmm. No, but I actually ordered something different from Instacart. You know, Instacart has everything. They got Best Buy on there. They have Sephora. They got Dollar Tree. Mm-hmm. Sephora <laughs> is what I actually ordered, oh, friend. Look I'm not going to tell you what I ordered. Look. I'm not gonna, we're not going to get into <laughs> the money that I spent. It was annoying. I shouldn't have spent it. Instead of them sending my delivery person upstairs because it's Sephora product. So when I got out of the shower, you know, I was ready to put my moisturizer on and stuff. So it was coming to my door. The door person, they called me for the first time and I don't know how long, but I'm in the shower. So I'm thinking like, oh, they just let Uh-oh. me know that my stuff is on the way up. So by the time I get out the shower and get to the door, the nigga will be there. I know this bitch ain't sending it back. 
She didn't send it back. Thank the Lord Jesus, because okay. that would have oh. really <laughs> pissed me uh, off. This person, uh, person, not, uh, this person <laughs> didn't send it back. <laughs> now, what pissed me off was instead of allowing the person to come up, they took my they they checked my my stuff in as a package, so I had to go downstairs to get it. Now, again, first of all, problem. This is lazy because all I got to do is go downstairs and get right. it. The problem is there is one door person downstairs when there should be two. There should be one in the package room and one at the door. Uh-oh. And so they're like going back and forth. And it's always chaos and bullshit. So I try to minimize going to the actual package room as much as possible. So the fact that so I call down there, I'm like, hey, you know, is my, my person they supposed to be on the way up? I know you called, but I was in the shower. She was like, oh, I checked it in. You got to come downstairs and get it. And I'm like, it was an Instacart order. So why did you keep it? And so when I saw it, it was in a Sephora bag. Not that it should come in like a grocery bag or anything. So it, it took everything. I mean, I just started going off on the girl. I was like, you just wanted to see what the fuck I had in my, my Sephora bag. Oh, I was literally going to say, did she go in there? I mean, it was literally just the bag. And because it's not food, it wasn't taped closed or anything. She just wanted to see what the fuck I'd ordered. I'm and dead. that pissed me off so much. I, done that too, I was like, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would have been pissed if you had done that to me. Before I go downstairs, and she looked like she got on some shit on her face. Like you shining, she shining, shining. When I get downstairs, motherfucker, sitting there with the underarm mask. Topicals. <laughs> yes, the little like, purple. Like one of the things, it was like a little six eye patch. I had to make sure it went five. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I was like, you know, like I was, oh, I was like, you a black the one. I'm still on everything. Everything was in the box and stuff. But I was just like, you just want to. Yeah, I can't like, you just made that. Uh-huh. Like you just wanted to see what I bought. Like I was so next time. Pissed, make sure but... you snatch when you take the package. So make sure you snatch. Yeah, you did like, it. like that white girl. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the plane ticket. But yes, I'm so glad I got that off my chest. It's been bothering me for over a week now. Love you guys. That's so funny, friend. <laughs> my grievance is Delta has a second strike with me. First one was the. Luggage, Don't get me started. Okay, let's tag. We can chop their ass today if you want you, to. I'm Come so on. mad at them. So this is what they did to me. So I Yikes. got an email uh, the night before my flight saying that it was going to be delayed, mm-hmm. but I had a connecting flight, so that mm-hmm. first delay was going to make me miss up, my yeah, connecting. Yeah. So I was like, "Fuck!" And it was an international flight, the mm-hmm. first one. And you know, when you land. If you have a connecting flight, you have to go get your suitcase. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have go to back come through. back through with your suitcase because mm-hmm. of customs. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, oh, I'm definitely not going to have time. It completely closed my window of my bag being able to be checked in in time. So I call them. I'm explaining to them how this delay is now messed up my connection. And the girl is like, OK, I'm going to put you on a different flight. You know, she was nice about it. She finds me a flight. So I was supposed to be home in Portland by noon. Now I am going to be in Atlanta (laughs) catching an 8 p.m. flight that will now bring me home. What? Damn near midnight. Mm -hmm. So I was livid, but I was like, you know what? At least it got figured out and I'm getting back the same day. Trying to be positive. Positive. Yeah. Yeah. I get to the airport in the morning to Atlanta airport? No, this was Toronto. Oh, I not get the to YYZ. the airport. Do you know what the lady at the desk tells me? The agent? She goes, What made you not take your 6 a.m. flight this morning? And I said, Well, I couldn't because I would have missed the connecting because of bringing my bag through customs. And she goes, Oh, no, Toronto is an exception to that rule. We put you, when I check your bag in right now, it's going straight to Portland. Oh! And I looked at her and I said, 
So, uh, I just had Hell to breathe. No. So you're telling me I could have been home by noon. I'm if not, someone would have just shared this information with you. And mind you, I called Delta. You're telling me that lady didn't even look that up to check? This like this is an information that should be known in your office. <laughs> And the lady was like, I am so sorry. She was like, honestly, there are a lot of cities that are like that. And we are usually aware of which ones they are. And she said in Canada specifically, it's Montreal and Toronto that are exceptions to that rule because they do a Mm pre-custom. So I had to go to custom before even getting on my flight because Mm -hmm. they don't do it when I land back in the States. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how did I call Delta. Mm-hmm. No. And they had me add, what is that? I don't even do the math. How many extra fucking mm-hmm. hours they mm-hmm. added to my day when I could have Four just stayed, yeah. stayed on my original flight and made it. Because even with the delay, the only thing that made me feel like I had to switch it was because I was considering that custom line and not knowing. And if I, you know, the check-in window, you have to be an hour before departure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if I had just known that, if the lady at Delta had known that on the phone, I would have been fine. You could have planned accordingly. Yeah. I was, and here I am getting home at like 1230. Obviously you land at midnight, then you get home Livid, 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 a whole day wasted just because someone at Delta didn't have the right information. You can't even eat lunch no more. You got to ask Charles's dinner ready now. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, man. Like, that's so crazy to me. Like, something that would could have taken her seconds to figure out over the phone literally yep. made me lose an entire day. And the lady, you know, it's in Toronto was really nice. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, I'm going to put this in a note because you need to be compensated for this. Like, that's problematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now that's chase number two. The yep. first one is chasing them to fix my bag. Now yep. it's going to be chasing them. You know, like, it's like, what is going on? You pay so much money to be loyal to these flights. I, I end up paying more sometimes for flights that I could probably pay much less on any other airline. Just to fly Delta. Yep. Just they to be loyal and get the yep. perks. And, and, you know, like, you y'all know how it is. Sometimes you see a flight that's, Way cheaper, but I'm like, no, I'm gonna just stick to it, which is stupid. Like, and then for what now they changed the medallion, how you reach the yep. medallion, so it's even harder now. It's just well, like, what am I doing? Well, because it's based on just pure money, like, yeah, it's not even right, miles, it's right. none of that. It's just like, how right, much money are you paying? Because people for these used tickets? to buy the cheapest ticket, even if they had the, like, the most miles, the miles, just to boost it up, yep. exactly. But so, now you gotta do is spend the money, they're and raising just, their prices as well. That's and another ra- issue, yep. yo. Delta is out of control at this yep. point. No, it is really insane. A flight, a flight to New York, just uh, economy. $800 from Portland. Ooh. Economy. Mm-hmm. Economy. Mm-hmm. $2,300 first class. I My paid $1,000 less to fly a different airline. I'm not going to name names because ain't none of their asses paying me. Right. But I, I paid $1,000 less for a first class ticket to L.A. from New York round trip. It was $1,000 less. It. I believe it. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, Delta's pricing is too high. On my way um, to San Francisco, my original flight left. I had a connecting flight because all the flights at the last minute were so packed because of the way the games turned out and shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was trying to get to San Francisco. So I had to take a connecting flight. 
I, which I didn't want to do anyway. I like to just get on, go to sleep and get up where I'm at. Yeah. But um, so I had to do that. Long story short, I got on the plane. Y'all know my routine. Take the earliest flight out, Same. get on the plane, go to sleep, yep. get up. So I stayed up, got on the plane. Um, I had to take a 930 flight. Have been sitting on the plane since 850 in the morning. Woke up at like 1130 and we still on the ground in LaGuardia. And I'm oh, like, what shit. the fuck? We still here. <laughs> We had to get off the plane because something was wrong with the air conditioning. The the mind you, the Every flight was plane delayed I've been initially. In, in the past couple months, is a mechanical issue. Everyone, Every need, everyone needs to be claimed on the insurance. So, I uh, long story short, I ended up having to go back home. Wait, they booked me on another flight out of JFK that was direct. But then I had that's transportation to and from LaGuardia, transportation to JFK. In addition to my whole travel day being thrown completely off, I didn't get to San Francisco until like 1030 that night. Crazy. Their time. You know what I'm saying? It was just so crazy. Like, and when I called um, customer service to like fix it, they told me to that I had to wait until my return trip home was over so that then they could go back and (laughs) do whatever they had to do with the flight. He was no like, I know help. that. He was like, I know that sounds completely, you know, bizarre to you. And trust me, I understand. He was nice about it, but he still did it. And I'm like, well, bro, we got to just end the call because it's not personal. I see you trying to help, but like, I don't have nothing left right now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, please just go to one of the red coats and let them know and see if there's anything they can do about your transportation costs. No, motherfucker, I'm not. That's why I called you. I shouldn't be dealing with this shit it. in the first goddamn yeah. place. Same. You know what I'm saying? So Ooh, Delta so right now, y'all got us about to play a JKA. No, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like they have me, oh they have me at the end. And you know that flight that the I think it was an Alaska flight that the uh, emergency exit door flew mm-hmm. off. That was mm-hmm. here. Y'all know Whoa, that was here. Oh no! Yes, that was a PDX flight to. Uh, I didn't know there was a Toronto. Is it Toronto? There's a Toronto, California, which I never heard of. Mm-mm. But imagine my heart Ontario, falling out. California. Oh, there we go. It's Ontario. Ontario Thank yep. you. I was like, mm-hmm. this is Toronto. It's Ontario. Imagine my ass. I my heart fell out my ass because I had my flight mm-hmm. a couple of days later to Ontario. <laughs> I was like, hell no. But now open up on me. I was like, that's crazy. The emergency door flew off. Like, and now they're doing, you see every week, you're getting new reports of this flight's uh, nose fell off mid-flight. This flight's bolts fell off mid-flight. I'm like, what is happening? With all that money that they charge, them planes. Where is it going? Them planes need to always have an upgrade or something. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, there just needs to always be something. At least a, a... Audit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's like the MTA, but y'all inspections. Thank God the MTA is only like twenty five cent, fifty cent a dollar. They'll to be going up three five hundred thousand dollars on stuff, and, 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 and be the and, same and, thing. And go back to less. leaving the, the middle seat open, motherfucker. <laughs> oh yeah, I like <laughs> that was a great COVID, time during that the pandemic. Was a good time. They was like, we got to recoup. Fuck that. The One last thing about Delta. Did you see the the woman um on TikTok? That was talking about, or it was like a picture of her husband. She's like, caught my husband and my, uh, the mistress out at the airport. Mm-hmm. No. Her name's what Gail. Yes. What? Gail. She's what friends you with Candy Burris. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> Friend, this woman. <laughs> and see, the reason I thought about this is because when she was telling the story, she was saying how she found out that the nigga had a mistress was because she had called Delta <gasps> to get to find out when his flight landed. Oh, she knew she, my God. And the, the representative 
I mean, they weren't being messy, but I felt like they was being messy from the retail because she was like, you know, I just want to know, you know, what time this flight lands. They gave the flight number and they were like, OK, what's the name on the ticket on the flight? And she's like, I have the flight number. You don't need the name on the ticket. And they're like, well, you know, to give you better blah, blah, blah. So she gave them the name and it was like, oh, you know, your husband in XYZ landed. And she's like, oh, no, uh, no, no, no. I don't know if you're talking about who this XYZ is, but, you know, it's just my husband. And so then you know, from there, she kept oh talking, asking God. her husband about the name, then found out that the nigga had another bitch. Well, don't be trying to make I us like them because I like them for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we mad at them right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I thought it was messy because the way she was telling Ooh, them, they kept saying, depend, well, your husband on which side and this of that other person. Depends on which side. Child, well, Child. everybody get it together. <laughs> All right, Delta, you pissing us off. They really are. What the fuck, man? It's too much money to be playing it's a sign these I need games. To sit my ass as down. good as we've been to y'all, and I don't wanna. The loyalty, eating loyalty. them dry ass. Uh, right, them dry ass <laughs> scrambled egg uh, formations Ooh, y'all got in a, in a terrible yeah, in yeah. a damn skyline. They don't even be giving you food on the flights the no food more. Been terrible, unless you first class. Well, <laughs> well, that too. Yeah, I want. Ready. They need a soul menu. <laughs> Not a soul menu. It's been terrible. I can't. I, anyway, you know what? The fact that I, they don't even sell you the food on there no more either. Like I, I got on a flight. Not and even I was, an option, right? I was actually excited because I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm on Delta, so I don't mind flying economy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Because it was like a bit of a longer flight, so you know, sometimes I'd be like, all right, you know what? I'll just get the free Leg little room. Delta Comfort or something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm in the regular seat this time. No big deal. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let me buy this little sandwich when I get on there because I'm running late instead of getting food at the airport. I get on the plane. They ain't even got the little sandwich that I wanted to buy. I was like, <laughs> y'all don't have the, y'all don't even sell food. This is the only thing you have to do. Like, and you won't do it. This is ridiculous. Ain't like you can get back off. Can't they wait, cut, they I forgot something. everything. They don't have food. They don't even bring you water. Um, nope. some of the planes don't have the screen. Yeah, <laughs> yep. And, and, and them, them Biscoff cookies been thinner lately. <laughs> Not they changed the recipe. So is this a wafer or a cookie? <laughs> Not they There's a difference. Why can I see through this Biscoff cookie? <laughs> why is it? Why is it opaque? You know, so I cannot see through this shit. Oh, uh, how are your weekends? This is the end terrible. of January, which is both. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was at the airport. No, was, my shit was terrible, though. You want it? Let's roll since we complaining. I got yeah, a lot. What, what was your weekend like? Fucking, I went to the damn game in San Francisco. 49ers versus oh, the Lions. 49ers. Excellent seats, 50-yard line, 14 rows wow. up. That's so sick. I was like That's lower sick. bowl. Like It was incredible. Detroit started whooping their ass. We were up. Thanks to shitty coaching and two mm. opportunities to kick the goddamn ball, we lost that game. Oh, so shit. I went from on a high because not only were we performing well, we were whooping their ass, to be honest with you. An incredible lead and quick. The fans around me were silent. I felt like I was 20 feet tall. Then, motherfucking, they started literally fumbling the ball. There was a fumble, two missed opportunities to kick. Oh, shit. I am mad. And so, you know, that was horrible. That's all I got to say about you it. You don't the think Lions it was rigged? Won. I saw a lot of people saying mm. it was rigged. I, not that I would know. I don't We're going to see if the coach, if the coach, you know, buys a team or something, they will know, you know what I mean? But other than that, I don't know what he could have rigged it for. 
Mm. I'm very upset. So that really pissed me off. Other than that, San Francisco was great. I got to spend some time with my dear, dear friend, Ella, and I met her beautiful baby Aww. girl. She just had Aww. her incredible uh, partner, like months. fiance. Yeah, it was it was just really <laughs> dope. So that, that was and I felt good about myself going to a, a breakfast date. With my friend and her new baby, you know what I'm saying? I feel so grown, grown, right? Yeah, because you know, normally I be, I still went out the night before, but I got up <laughs> and I made it to breakfast. So I love you, Ella, and I uh, love your baby girl. Yes. Oh, I love it. What about mm-hmm. you, Asante? How was your weekend? Weekend was fun. It was fine. Saw some people, had some laughs. Mm. Wish, uh, yeah, we got vague Vinny on the mic right now. <laughs> <laughs> can, like we, can we know anything? Can we come up with something, screaming. please? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's I how like, you know the worst The worst his weekend was, the vague of the mm-hmm. details. Like, uh, he said, I have fun. Uh, I woke up and uh, I'm, I'm gonna I be went to sleep. You guys. Okay, here, here's, here's what I will say. <laughs> Remember when I was saying I was going to do dry January and I was doing damp. well until I wasn't, mm-hmm. and then it went and turned damp, as mm-hmm. Crystal was saying? It's still damp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just say I've been I've been going out more and drinking more hey. and not even more because after on New Year's or I told y'all New Year's Eve I got really fucked up. I don't know if I told y'all but I got really fucked up. Like you I <laughs> my last my last act of 2023 was vomiting in a boxers. Like it Ooh. was crazy. Like in boxers? Which one was, were you at? I was at Boxers or Chelsea. Uh, uh, Chelsea. Oh, okay. oh I oh, heard that, you say no, okay. I was vomiting in boxers. Like, <laughs> that's why I was like, wow, oh. wow. Yep. For those of you listening, there's a bar, uh, bar, bar chain there's called a Boxers Bar. Two sports oh, bars boxers. in New York. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. And so I was a uh, after a long night of hanging out, we ended up at Boxers and. The bartender did my drink wrong, and that's what fucked it up. We were trying to do shots, and you strong. know when you do. No, it wasn't that it was too strong. It was the wrong proportions. I wanted to do a damn like the cinnamon apple shot where it's like the angry orchard with like the cinnamon fireball. Mm. But he never heard of that, but it sounds tasty. (laughs) Um, Disgustingly delicious. I sometimes go for shots that are gross. But you know, it's 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 liquor. As long as you don't taste alcohol, then you know what the fuck. You know why not? (laughs) So like you know, that's why I don't mind a pickleback. But picklebacks, I do actually enjoy the cinnamon. Cinnamon apple, sometimes I enjoy, but it's too sweet. And it really does taste like that cinnamon apple candy, which I don't really like. So that's kind of why I enjoy it. Because like, it tastes like this candy, but I also don't like this candy. But anyway, it's just crazy. <laughs> it's a little bit of a mindfuck. But yeah, I had fun this weekend. I was drinking and I need to actually try to not drink for a month. Now that I know how much it actually does mean to me. But I have been drinking in moderation these past few times. I didn't get as fucked up as I did on New Year's. Hey. So, I'll drink today. <laughs> yeah yeah what about you friend i had a really good weekend i had a somewhat of a social weekend for me mm, for i me. know who you saw because i watched the video <laughs> what did i see who was that see? this weekend or last week oh no that yeah. was last week oh okay, you saw okay. the, oh well you know what yes max and Maya living dropped uh and the hi, video. i heard you max hi max <laughs> you heard him he said Dustin. i'm such a fan <laughs> That was for you. We had to do it. Um, but I, but it was uh, Maya put out the video, yes, on YouTube of the mm-hmm. vlog. And it was funny because at first she was like, we're about to see Fran. And then she was like, OK, I saw her yesterday. Because yeah. <laughs> I told her, give me one day and no vlog. One day. One day. Because I get it. That's their bread and butter. Like, we got a vlog. But just, mm-hmm. 
you know, just one day, honey. Uh, you can tell because I was like, Fran ain't even trying to act like she's just seeing him for the first time. You we saw, I, was like, like, hey. I was like, I got lost. <laughs> <laughs> Saga was like, what up? Like, Saga all familiar. Hey, TT. I was like, yo. No, but it was such a cute video. And, and the best part was the comments. Because I mm-hmm. haven't been on YouTube since, what, 2016 or 17 wow. or something. So people were like, come back. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. nice to see you. That was really sweet. So I'm, I, I love that. I love when I make appearances on my friends' channels. So that shout out to so that. so cool. Please check it out. It was a vet. And you know, Maya and Max go in with the editing. So the video is mm-hmm. beautiful. Max and um, Maya living. Max I miss and Maya you living. Too. I know, I, right? Those I really, days. really wish I would have, like, you know what I'm kept saying? It not, going. Yeah, not and even you, for like. And you started early, too. Like, like OG, OG. I can't even believe. I met XD through YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's crazy thinking about how I was. And I was thinking about Kia. It's funny because just talking about you on YouTube and like the people there missing you and stuff. I was thinking about like how I met Kia back when I was doing YouTube videos. She used to comment under my videos. How and she started, cute is that? So like thinking about how I met so many people, like deep friendships from YouTube. And, and like the with his wall, his mm-hmm. orange wall. <laughs> mm-hmm. It really was such a time. So it felt, it felt funny being in front of the camera because obviously I knew it was going to go on her channel but I also just have such a comfort with it you know because like we really did low-key grow up on there just like starting our careers in the digital space so it was really cute um, and it was fun to just reconnect with Maya in that way so definitely support them watch the video thumbs it up you know the routine leave mm-hmm. a comment subscribe um, and show them some love and shout out to Saga and hey, you looked cute Thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> yeah, because you never know how you're gonna look on camera. Yeah, like, girl, I just, just I so you, you know, I angle. had your back. I was looking like, okay, yeah, you look good. <laughs> get a good, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know Maya. Maya always looks out for mm-hmm. the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know I was saying I was social because Zaya Bell. Remember I told you she started mm. DJing. Hey, Zaya. Right. So she's really been going hard with the DJing, and now she's like out of this world and has a residency y'all already yes and that's so dope like in a matter of months i know she looked fly she got this like low cut with the blue hair now so i pulled up on her to support because it was the first night of the residency you know that matters obviously Mm -hmm. to the the place the impact they want to know the what's (laughs) Mm -hmm. the energy up in here so i pulled up i hit cecily i was like we got to pull up and we came and, and spent some time. You was time outside. There. I was outside. Okay, wait. Did you have a section? I did. Oh, <laughs> Fred. Okay. What'd you have on, Fred? It was like friend? a lounge. You know me. I just, I just. It was like a little something. something Silent killer. Mm-hmm. Silent killer. <laughs> right. Like you see, she trying to be all over about it. Mm-hmm. Now you acting like a Sante. <laughs> Vague Vinny. Okay. Vague Vinny. So. Vague Val. <laughs> now we did a little something, something just to, because the thing too, you know how it is. You want to look cute for your peoples too. Yeah, so the for place sure. be like, oh, they bring cute people. And mm-hmm. I loved it. All her artsy friends were there. Y'all her represented. partner, which I finally got to meet him. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of her closest friends. So that was really nice. It was so much fun. Her DJing is just so I wanna good. come I wanna come out there. You should, because it's a residency. So she's really in her bag. And then she did another party the next day that was an Afrobeat party. 
Mm. at this spot that I told y'all I love with West African food called Akadi. Remember I mentioned yeah, it a couple months I ago? Do. So that spot on the weekends, they move all the tables because it's a pretty big Ooh. restaurant and they just have Afrobeat parties. I know, that's right. Yes. And it's lit. Like, did you check on it's, me? I hope she played that. Okay. <laughs> sure I've been drinking more alcohol <laughs> in the last five Not days. you piping up because I've been drinking more alcohol. You know? <laughs> but it was fun man I was just such a cool vibe like it was mm-hmm. very grown but artsy but cool kids you know it just felt like a, a little bit of I old love New this. York yeah just cool so that's really cool yeah that I'm was glad that. there's a scene out there like that it I'm really glad is. Is part of it. and I and I really feel like she is at the core of like this kind of artsy thing that's kind of like bubbling right now mm-hmm. and I'm sure as it gets warmer yeah because a lot of black people are moving here I'm telling y'all I'm seeing more and more even like Walking, driving through, I'm like, oh shit, this is so cool because it's a beautiful we'll come city. Out there. Let you us know should. when the next one is. What when, what's the oh, weather my break? God, how cute would that? We'll come be? out there. That I got so I got the crazy. cutest. Um, it's a red and black checker. Right? Um, what's the shit called? Rag Dude. and bone, rag oh, and bone, bone. lumberjack. I've been waiting to wear it. Nah. That's the perfect. Plan. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not Paul Bunyan. Not you saving your best plan. flannel. <laughs> Oh, shit. He said lumberjack. <laughs> it's the perfect place. I want to go. I no, go. It, be, it would be super cute for y'all to pop up. But she's really, really, really creating a scene. So I'm happy for that. And That's then my partner has um these friends out here that cooked dinner for us. And they mm. had like, you know, everybody coming over to the house. What kind of food? Building um, community. It was pasta. Yeah, building mm. community. So, you mm. know what I'm saying? I, I told y'all that's a, a theme for me this year to just Love like really that. step out more and support my friends and just be like, yo, you're having a dinner? I'll come over. I'm going to cook a dinner. Go on, this is friend. Nice. Right? I'm trying. Trying to. Mm-hmm. Trying to leave my house. Sometimes. And it's an excuse to put all your shit on. You know, you got a closet full of shit. It's an excuse to put <laughs> your tags, shit on. Strapping Chanel's tags. and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> some people put a seatbelt on. You strapping Chanel's. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Take it to Chanel because uh, you okay. Double so CCs. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, so that was my weekend. A, a nice, a nice mix of like you know friends and family mm-hmm. and just chilling and having a good time. It made me excited for spring because mm-hmm. I feel like the winter is slowly starting to get its ass out of here. I'm like, come on, one or two more months, let's go, <laughs> let's go. Yes, it's been I'm a long winter, so I'm happy to just see. Some it ain't sun. been that bad though over here. Really? I, I mean, it's been bad, but it ain't been. As bad. as bad as it can be in New York, <laughs> so, I feel so you. So I've been real like, you know, and, Lord, mm-hmm. I just want to thank you for, you know, letting up a little bit. <laughs> I feel you. the last thing I need right now is to be real, like snowed in for real, for real, because mm-hmm. that's really just going. <laughs> like I the mean, back in the day blizzards that you could not even leave your house. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Like it, it's snowing and being like a little, you know, white for a little bit and then the rain coming to get it. It's like, all right. Right. No. I really be fucked because I get Uber Eats. <laughs> You get what? Oh, yeah. The Uber Eats. So I be fucked oh. in the storms. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. <laughs> yep. That's the thing <laughs> here. They still be coming. Rain or shine, ice, sleet, snow. Them people are going to get their money. I they know that's are. right. Well, that's good. <laughs> well, we don't see because I plan on ordering when I come to Portland because we're going to Zaya Bell's thing. <laughs> yes. But with that Can't being work. said, do you guys have any announcements? Anything you want the class to know before we jump into this week's episode? Um, do I? 
No, because they're making, well, they kind of announced it already. So, yes. Well, you um, have an event, right? Well, I have an event and an event that you can look forward to weekly. So, mm-hmm. um, myself and my homeboy, Carlos King, and his incredible production company, Kingdom Rain Productions, um, we partnered. I'm the new after show host for Love and Marriage um, DC. Love and Marriage Huntsville. Hey! All that. Love and Marriage Detroit. Yeah. So what does that and look so like? That is we're, so we're, exciting. It's, you can find it on um, Carlos King's YouTube channel. Um, we just did our first interview with myself and Ashley Silva from Love and Marriage yes, DC. Yes, Ashley. We talked about it. We talked about it. We talked about it. And so um, we have another interview coming up this week. I don't think they announced who it is just yet. But just stay tuned because Love and Marriage DC is back. Um, they're airing part two of season two. And the episodes are incredible. It started off with a big bang if you watched last week. If not, pick it back up. I know it's been over a year since they were last on our screens, but... Uh, if you picked up back on it this weekend, you know it was a really juicy episode. So it was worth it. Yes, <laughs> I tuned back in. It was worth the wait, and I'm be too. I look, I'm gonna be an official raindrop. Right, you know, so what I'm raindrops, baby. That's I love right. this. This is like TV Land Extendo. It is. Yes. So, so it's a really dope thing. I'm really excited to um, do it. Really grateful to Carlos and Kingdom Rain Entertainment. Um, so that's coming up. Then also on February 22nd, for those of you who are here in New York City. I partnered with the incredible people over at um, the Deviant organization on their Deviant. They're doing a Deviant live um, courageous conversation session. It's going to be on February 22nd um, from 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. where we we will be talking about, you know, parties, party favors, what that scene looks like and how people are managing that part of their lives. So it's going to be a really interesting, very grown-up conversation about cool. some grown things. Tickets are required, um, so you can hit up the Deviant Events uh, Instagram page, D-E-V-I-A-N-T Events Instagram page, and you can get all the information there. So I will see y'all asses at LeBain, <laughs> okay? Downtown oh, at LeBain. Oh, my God, LeBain. 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m., yes. That just Micah, friend numbers. of the show, I love friend you, of Micah. my heart. Hey, Micah. So, yes. Um, <laughs> Um, love oh, working with Micah. them. Shout out to Micah. Micah. Oh, we love Lord. Micah around the, here. Yes, we I've do. That is pictures. my child. <laughs> so, any care. other announcements? <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> Wrong. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> That's it. You can catch us there. <laughs> That's perfect. Well, let's jump into this week's Black Business. I had an announcement. Oh, please. Just Go really ahead. fast. Mm-hmm. If it's Wednesday, if you're listening to the episode, the date is released. Do not forget to join us 8 p.m. Oh, uh, shoot. Yeah. If you are a member of our Patreon, it's patreon.com slash friendzonepodcast. We will be having our Wednesday wind down. It will be fun. It will be ridiculous. I don't even know what we'll be talking about, but I know I will be covering my camera for most of the time because these two like to cut up on the regular show. So imagine what they do when they know that the a lot of people of Patreon. Thank are you, not Patreon. watching, even though so many of you still join we and harass you. us. So join and harass us if you will be tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank Come you. on down to the Patreon. We're back in full swing. All our shows have been re- renewed. We got picked up for another season. <laughs> All our shows have been amen, renewed. Amen. You know it's hard out here. <laughs> so you know we are back with more original, consistent content mm-hmm. um, to you guys every week. So tell a friend and bring a friend. Go to Patreon.com/slash the Friends on Podcast uh, and join us. It's a good time. Hey. Okay. <laughs> 
They say time waits for no one and neither should payday. Now to keep your money moving in the direction of your dreams, get Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Now, any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And this is something that could come in handy for so many people for so many different reasons. If you got kids, things happen. You might have an emergency for them. If bills just get in the way and it's just a tight spot for you and you need to get your way out of that tight spot, earn in is definitely going to help. It could be an unexpected trip to the vet if you got a dog or a cat or any other animal. Listen, you can make Earn In a part of your financial routine and you can join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earn In, I think about financial stability, security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. You can download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. Now, when you download the Earn In app, type in friend zone under podcast when you sign up it'll really help the show friend zone under podcast subjects your available earnings location daily max and pay period max see earnin.com slash tos for details earnin is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolve bank and trust member fdic across america bp supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. So now let's jump into this week's black business. So there, you know, perfumes and scents, I feel like have just had the Mm -hmm. internet in a chokehold more than ever. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You see more people showing their perfume collections, especially Mm -hmm. on TikTok, um, uh, suggesting perfumes, hoarding Mm -hmm. perfumes. I mean, it's, it's all the rage. So I did notice I was getting ads for this black owned perfume company, which I was like, "Uh oh, hold on. Mm -hmm. Let me let me Mm. check this out. It's called Brown Girl Jane. I got the Mm -hmm. ad on Instagram. I don't know. Some of you might have seen it, too. It's these cute like little uh, dusty pink kind of bottles with a round Mm -hmm. top. I should have brought mine. It's upstairs. Um, But it's browngirljane.com. I ordered the sampler. Just to see, they only have like six cents to begin with because it's a mm-hmm. relatively new company. But I love it because it's created by uh, Malika Jones as the CEO and founder. And when I was reading on her site, they're ethically sourced, which mm. I appreciated it. She explained that she works with local communities and orgs to ensure the people who provide the raw materials for her to work with um, are fairly compensated. Love that. They're also mindfully formulated, no known endocrine disruptors, which 
is always where I'm on the fence with these perfumes because I love scent. Y'all know I love mm-hmm. scent. We've talked about it for years. But I also am fully aware of a lot of these more popular kind of mass produced perfumes are endocrine disruptors, meaning they cause all kinds of havoc in your hormones. Mm -hmm. So it's something to be aware of. But then, you know, sometimes you're like, we're going to die anyways. There's so much shit. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I'm overwhelmed by the amount of shit in our Mm -hmm. lives. And it's like you'll just be living in a shack in the woods if you try to avoid everything that causes harm. In there. Okay, so because <laughs> even you buy fruit, they're like, okay, but the people that source the Pesticides. fruit, it's just, but you know, the tree miss it. You're like, bitch, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so I like that she's trying. You know, she's trying to do something different in the industry. There's no formaldehyde, nice. which is another mm-hmm. another thing that is found commonly which is crazy Mm. um and it's cruelty free obviously Mm -hmm. with the testing so i appreciated that um her scents range she has floral fresh fruity gourmand that's for people Mm -hmm. that like like food or sweet smelling scents warm (laughs) woody leathery um the one that through the sampler i was drawn to was one called dusk um and it's funny because she also uses what they call um you know, the olfactory system is tied to like your memories, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. scent and memories are tied, which you is so fascinating. You never forget someone's breath. You, <laughs> you know somebody from elementary who breath was stinking right now. And you you can are still smell so it. crazy. <laughs> That's why we know this is the bomb right here. This is real good. <laughs> the mm-hmm. science on that is that the olfactory system has a direct connection to the limbic system in our brain. And the mm-hmm. limbic system is responsible for emotions, memories, and behaviors. That's why you can smell something and it'll take you right back to your childhood, whether it's like food or restaurant you pass or someone sent. So <laughs> it is killing me right now. All right, but somebody so- ever got up out the chair next to you, you've been like, I know that that walk away air. Oh my god! Oh my god! So she reupholsters. So she (laughs) she created scent formulations that she felt could improve your cognitive performance, reduce Mm -hmm. stress, and enhance your overall well being. So I like this because she kind of took a wellness approach to Mm -hmm. her perfumes, as well as an environmental approach, and as well as a community approach. So. A backpack rapper, if you will. <laughs> Shout out to last week's episode. <laughs> so I was saying from the sixth sense in the uh, sampler, I was attracted to one called Dusk. That was like a, a warmer smell, kind of vanilla-y. Um, it had the top notes are toasted almond, coconut, mm. and milk. The mid notes are vanilla jasmine nectar and the dry notes are sandalwood and cedarwood and musk so y'all already know where Mm. i'm coming with that just very Mm -hmm. warm um and when i looked to see she said it was formulated to support rest and sleep perfect Mm. for me i was like of course i can smell like a chest (laughs) that's exactly (laughs) (laughs) so i was not surprised by any means with those notes and the the intention behind putting them together it was perfect for me so definitely support them check them out if you're looking for new scents or want to support a black business with this type of community work behind we're gonna get them a round of applause that's a lot of good i mean talk about intention this is what i'm I'm talking about from last week's episode doing your business getting mm-hmm. your money following your dreams but also considering everything outside of that mm-hmm. so 
Brown Girl Jane, browngirljane.com. Shout out to Malika Jones, the CEO and founder. And that's it for this week's Black Business. Let's jump into the recap segment. Last week's episode titled Backpack Rapper. Thanks. <laughs> I want to thank me. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. We discuss people losing their hard-earned jobs, families, and lives for discussing their political and religious beliefs publicly. How much would you be willing to lose to speak up? The hosts share their opposing views. (laughs) Asante, who stood out to you in the comments? Well, I would like to shout out to everyone in the gated community for leaving such thoughtful comments. They really did. Um, I did go with Shayla Hampton. Shayla said, Asante, that is actually a brilliant idea. Community hour. I wish more people were on board to support a mission like that. We really could change the world if people really had an interest in taking care of one another. Hmm. I just think that that is one. I just want to shout out to Shayla for saying that because I just forget that that is one thing that a lot of people don't consider taking care of others. Like Mm -hmm. that's just a big point. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? Like, now, me and mines, we take care of each other. We like we take care of others, but I just forget that there are a lot of other people that don't even think about that ever in any capacity, let alone, you know, step one, step ten, how do I continue to do this for be of service to other people? So I think if everybody even thought about that when they're on personal missions and how they choose to present to other people as well, that would just change a lot of things. What about you, Fran? <laughs> what did you find out there in those streets? Uh, I tried um, to pull my tweet up. <laughs> That's what I was laughing. I'm like, I'm what so is sorry. he prepping over there? So first, um, in the SoundCloud streets, Keish said, thanks, Fran, for sharing that resource. And Keish was referring to the Too Good To Go app that I mentioned, which a lot of you downloaded and have been eating and having a ball. <laughs> I love that y'all been tweeting us mm-hmm. pictures of the meals, all kinds of platters. Donuts, you name it. Uh, but Keish said, I work in Harlem. Shout out to Harlem. Look at us connecting hey. middle and high school. And I immediately gave this to the parent coordinator. Last night I tried this and the amount of food I picked up was insane. I cannot wait to tell the students. That made me really happy. Because like I said, that app is official. Like you're going to get some good ass food from cheap. Um, And then in the gated community, I had a couple of comments that I just thought were so great. Um, We received so much love for last week's episode, all the nuance, uh, us being able to share our differing perspectives with respect. Um, There were a couple of comments people were unhappy (laughs) with Mm -hmm. our perspectives and were angered by the... Yeah, they were angered by the episode. They felt the way... Um, But even through that, I can say people shared their anger in ways that I felt could be received. So I have to say I appreciate that uh, from our listeners. But I want to highlight Chris B. on the Mm -hmm. the Gated community. They said, I love how we can always count on the friend zone to take a recycled (laughs) and regurgitated subject matter, but shine a completely different light on it. There have been several topics that get beaten down on the socials and in the news, and it's exhausting to hear the same superficial takes. So I appreciate you all and how you all open our minds with care and consideration, of course. I especially appreciate the different points of view on how you use your platforms and how that may or may not change based on your visibility and your access. It's very real. And in my opinion, the people who don't speak on it are owned by it. 
As an indigenous person in America, our people are not new to the lies, hypocrisy, mm. erasure, and the minimizing that happens every day to us and our trauma. Mm-hmm. All we get is a holiday, Thanksgiving at that, mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes Columbus Day, Indigenous Peoples Day, depending on where you live, to be recognized. Or there's another mass grave that makes the news and people remember that we're here. So I completely understand Dustin's take, because although genocide is devastating, it's absolutely not new. Having discussions and regrouping within my community offline has been my way of contributing to the conversations. But honestly, there's no blueprint or right way to move. And Mm -hmm. I hope everyone can find their own way that allows them to still take care of themselves and their loved ones. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a great take. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, Christine, also in the gated community, said, I so appreciated hearing a conversation about this topic that left space for nuance and different viewpoints. I'm a therapist who works in private practice, and I have been using what small platform I have to share information about the genocide taking place in Palestine. Still, I can't help but think that I would feel like I had to move differently if I didn't have the privilege of knowing I wouldn't lose my income and Mm -hmm. livelihood for speaking out. While I feel that it aligns with my values to speak on these issues, and continue to prioritize curating career opportunities where I have the freedom to do Mm -hmm. so, I can understand why others may not or cannot. As Fran said, people have their reasons. What we are witnessing is not happening in a vacuum, and we're all operating under harmful systems, white supremacy, capitalism, patriarchy, aware of it or not, affect our capacity to participate or engage with these liberation movements. I hope more conversations about how and why we show up can be had with empathy and curiosity rather than shame and judgment. And I love that because I feel like that was the whole point of last week's episode. I had a sense that our opinions would differ. And to me, that's what makes for a good, well-rounded conversation. And even the the feedback that we received and how people felt. And last thing, did y'all see there was a thing about What's her name? Anne Hathaway walking out of a Vanity Fair shoot. Um, she was doing like a shoot for Condé Nast. Oh, no. She was doing a shoot for Vanity Fair mm-hmm. and saw that there were workers outside. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Protesting. Picketing, protesting. Yes. Condé mm-hmm. Nast for like their work environment. And she mm-hmm. walked out the shoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to me, that's like the heart of what we were mm-hmm. discussing. It's like, how far are you willing to go? Which for her might not have been anything, but you never know. That's a big shoot, Condi Nast. Right. And that came out literally the same day as our episode. So I started seeing more and more people that are like putting their careers at risk. I saw Issa Rae, who just recently had uh, an interview say that she's even considering going the independent route, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is crazy to think about. This is someone that was in the Barbie movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has been in the how many ma- the president, right? How many feature films? How many shows on HBO? I know we're all brokenhearted about the news of uh, rap shit being canceled. Yeah. So I'm sure devastating because it really was a good show, and I felt mm-hmm. like it found its rhythm in season, season two. two. Season one was incredible. Season two was out of this world. I yeah. really enjoyed it, yeah, and I yeah. wanted to. I felt genuinely sad to not know what was going to happen with these mm-hmm, characters yep. and their storyline, especially as it pertains to like the music industry. Chastity. You know? Chastity, oh. especially like where was she going to go with it? So that to me, like 
Issa even sharing, even at the level she's at, there's just mm-hmm. still so much red tape, so many politics, so much bullshit. So to read her say publicly, I may have to go the independent route, you know, to me, it just all ties in. It's like this shit's a, a never ending hamster wheel. So you did I was a great really job proud. producing Thank the episode. You. I was very proud of that episode and, and almost prouder of the affirming articles and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, news cycles that dropped that week as well, that kind of like aligned with exactly what we were discussing. So, and thank you to all the feedback, good and and bad. (laughs) Dustin Ross. Right. What'd you find in the Twitter streets? Couple things for y'all this week. First of all, I want to give a shout out to Interval Presents, um, which is the, podcast arm of Warner Music Group that my show holding court with the incredible one of a kind Ebony K. Williams is on. They tweeted congrats to Ebony K. Williams and look at Dustin on their nomination of holding court by the NAACP Image Awards for the second consecutive year. This is two years in a row. What an honor. Thank you so much to everybody um, that has been a part of that. Our incredible team, like I said, at Interval Presents. Our incredible producer, Ashley Hobbs. Everybody who uh, Dossie McCraw, everybody involved on that show, thank you so much. And we need your help because that award is determined by that. the number of votes. Um, last year, we lost to The Daily Show, which is an incredible show. We're in great company again this year. Great yeah. podcast. We're in the Outstanding News and Information Podcast category. Please go mm. to the NAACP Image Awards website. Just Google Image Award voting, Image Award nominations, NAACP Image Awards. Hell, Google NAACP, <laughs> and it'll take you there. But Congrats, just find it. Please huge. vote. I really Thank hope you all so win it. I want to see. You. Imagine having that on your shelf. I would, I would be that, so happy. Be so fly. And I'm going to sound like Niecy Nash and uh, Monique getting up there. Okay, this is for Hattie McDaniels. And shit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But yes, thank you so much, and I just I'm so happy and That's grateful. Amazing. Please go and vote for that show Definitely in that category. Will. Please. And now you know what I'm gonna post the link. Yes, in the yep. description box so that people have quicker access to it. And that way, it'll thank be on you. all the DSPs too. Thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to mm-hmm. give a shout out to my boy, uh, one of my bros. He's an incredible um, online content creator and he's a model. His name is Randy Bowden Jr. So check out all his socials. Um, that's my boy. But Randy, uh, he tweeted, he said, the person who came up with net payment terms should oh. be stoned and or brought to the stake. <laughs> and I agree 100%. Who and wouldn't all I got to say is either mama Tambien, okay? <laughs> because we sick of them, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um and that's it for me for this week with the uh the tweets. And that means that's it for the intro. Dustin Ross, you are the producer of this week's episode. What we getting into this week? That's right. Well, you know, sometimes you have to lean into your strengths. And I had a completely different show um, produced. I actually did that work last week before I was supposed to leave on Friday. But so much stuff happened over the weekend and there were so many headlines that I thought were deserving of our attention. So we're about to see what's going on with these hot topics this week. That's what I got for (laughs) you And they was waiting on that. I kept seeing tweets like, can't wait to hear that (laughs) It was so many things that for us to discuss. So why don't we just jump right on in, right? Mm -hmm. First thing we're going to talk about is Kim Burrell responding to uh, the backlash she received for a story that we actually discussed regarding um, Kim Burrell being caught in the church saying to the other uh, person who was joining her singing in choir that, you know, no, 
Don't sing with me. Mm. I'm singing by myself. Hold on. Use your mask and don't sing. You know, she was very rude. Everybody heard it. You guys have heard the soundbite all around the world. Um, I've long shared my sentiments that Kimberell can't even sing like that for people to be giving her all they give her. Like she is the second coming of Whitney Houston and Joe Biden. Like I, I just I get so tired of it. <laughs> All them runs, ah, <laughs> all that sputtering and gurgling she does. Oh my god! And then she has the nerve to always have her mouth fixed on the LGBT plus community, mm-hmm. always having something negative to say about queer people, and then gaslighting the people that she wants to buy her music by saying things like, "I never said LGBT last night. I said S I N." Oh, girl. You know, she does shit like that. She played them reindeer games all the time. That's why she got kicked off of the Ellen show and wasn't able to perform her song from Hidden Figures. Y'all remember when that happened and Pharrell <laughs> was all on Ellen. Oh, See, I don't shit. forget none of that. The North remembers. Shout out to Alexander <laughs> Rogers. Pepperidge Farm remembers. But anyway, so she's gotten a lot of backlash since that. She got a lot of backlash since that clip surfaced of her talking about uh, being rude and nasty, basically, to the other person in church. And here's what she had to say about it. Oh, God. The world is saying it now. Let that mask work for you. It is evident that there are so many different interpretations. As mine was that night, I was encouraging this woman to hear the voice of God and not just our own voices right now. And it wasn't meant to be derogatory, just an encouragement. And it's part of my personality. And I say to you, let that mask work for you. What mask? Some people always hide themselves. Some people use the mask. COVID is still very much alive. So you can put it just about anywhere. But the intentionality of letting the mask work for you is to make sure that you are not interrupting what God could possibly be saying to you, for you, about all of us. So let that Uh, mask work for you. That personality type irks me so much. And she flat yeah. out said, you know, this is my personality. What? Being an asshole? Right. Shout out to Scotty Beam. That Scotty nice, Beam tweeted. Nasty church t- Scotty Beam said she is such an asshole. Why would I want to <laughs> share a pew with her? Why would she want to share a pew <laughs> with her? Nothing about nothing about that seems inviting Jack. to me. I right. don't know. Or of God. Zero. You know, I, I bet, don't motivate me to want to get up Sunday morning. I don't know about <laughs> y'all. How do y'all feel about that? And this ain't nothing new. Kimberell is always in the news for fucking up in this way, being rude and nasty and having a, 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 a shit ball attitude <laughs> all the time. So how do y'all feel about this? Say something negative about her. <laughs> Fuck her. <laughs> Honestly, it's just it's it's also getting old. Mm-hmm. Like where like I don't know what else to say about it. It's like it's just getting old yeah. at this point. And it's crazy to me that she still has so many followers and supporters of mm-hmm. someone with a really nasty attitude that has proven to stay consistently nasty. Mm-hmm. And it's like at her age, you would think there'd be some evolution, some development, mm-hmm. some growth, some like self-awareness, something. And that's How old do you think she is, friend? I don't know. I'm a, by the looks, I would mm-hmm. say 60s. Mm-hmm. Maybe late 50s. I really I'm going to look up her age, but she's in her her um early 50s. Let me see. Kimberell, she just she was just 49 last Whoa. time I checked. She's 49. 51. She is 51. <laughs> so that's that's like the same age around as Mary Taraji P Henson. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like think about it like that. Who else? Claudia Jordan is 50. Mm. So think of it. So compare and contrast. Mm-hmm. And I can, that's contrast spelled C-O-N-T-R-A-S-S-T. Compare and contrast. Okay. 
But I think that, you know, the energy you put out, it shows up in a lot of ways. And I feel like we see in that. I, mm-hmm. I just don't think you could be that miserable of a person, mm-hmm. you know, like and be having like a good life. Mm-hmm. It's really hard yeah. for me to think of, like it's just hard to align those two things. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate because she has such a big platform she could do so much good with. You know what I such mean? Such a nasty attitude. What about you, Asante? Pile on. <laughs> the fact that Yolanda Adams is 62 years old. Wow. <laughs> Karen Clark is 63 and Dorinda Clark is Dorinda Clark Cole, excuse me, is 66. Like this is She's crazy. younger than them. Yo. Yeah. she was too. the mother by, by a decade. Mm-hmm. Um I mean nothing good to say. Kimberella's not a good person. I just don't understand why we continue to like why she's continued to be spotlighted in places. That's the part. She, she goes, <laughs> and people I mean, love it. Still That's getting why. features on people's big albums. Like I don't get it. Like spirit wise, she's along the same lines as like Jaguar Wright and Tokyo Tony. Mm-hmm. So it's like <laughs> I don't. I just. <laughs> Why is that so funny? Like, like she, like that's what her spirit. Like, jarring. she reminds me of those people. And Donald like, Trump. She built just like Donald Trump. Oh, so, oh my god so I just don't understand why she's continued to be not like here but like in those Walk, communities over just like them go ahead that's why she always falling like Boots why is breaking she breaking ass why is she still invited places like I know she can I sing like but like <laughs> so, do them, so do her boots that's why they always breaking oh, baby. <sighs> and I mean, that's down she go down down baby yo stage like a roller coaster go ahead Tay no, no. When you talked about them boots, all I thought about was them sausages coming out the little plastic packs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hot sausages. Yes, I mean in her that's case, snossages, the ones snossages. that dogs eat. Yeah, you know, I just. I wish she was on that season of Basketball Wives where Dre was uh, saying, "Oh, girl, got a fupa." <laughs> it's so funny you said Drea because she's actually next on the list. But oh, oh my God. no! Uh, you know, before we segue I into that, I just want to say <laughs> Kimberell is a. <laughs> she's a. <laughs> <laughs> what did Doctor Hanley say? Ooh, girl, is that your stomach, girl? <laughs> that was so rude. That was so fucking rude. And we need her in the pew. We need her on Sunday. <laughs> Doctor Hanley would tear her ass up. Kimberell, you know, at the end of the day, oh, I'm a person who believes in necessary nastiness. And unfortunately, Kim Burrell's is just never warranted. She's never responding to somebody who did something wrong to her or another group of people. She's never advocating on the behalf of people who need her to. She's always just being a rusty nail of a woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm just tired of her. You know what I'm saying? And it continues. She continues to hit. Take what she say about the gays out of it. Right. Because that's why I ain't got nothing for her ass. But now she's starting to punch what she appears to be down, what she thinks is down. Right. She's mm-hmm. always trying to, like, position herself as lofty. When she first defended this, when she got caught being a rude, nasty person, she defended it by saying, you know, I, I, I'm not just a singer. I'm a prophetess. Somebody got a perfect. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Just a nasty attitude about it being dismissive. Now you're trying to capitalize off of it, being greedy, selling a product. And this is supposed to be a woman of the cloth. 
You know what I'm saying? So that's all I got to say. And She's then, a dirty and then diaper. saying God's voice. That's mm-hmm. the part yeah. that like, mm-hmm. ooh, I feel it in my back. Like that I is not God I think God wouldn't voice. sputter. <laughs> God probably got a long, clear, and I will always love you ass note when God sings. It's not that that uh, graph fucking line singing that she does all over the place. So I'm just tired of her. Um, seismic activity. Yeah. And I wanted to open up with something positive, which was the camaraderie of us cussing her ass out. <laughs> Okay, go to hell, Kimberell. <laughs> go to hell, Kimberell. Go to hell, Kimberell. That's right. Now, imagine that was of, our episode title. It can be. You know, I'm with. It. I'm fine. I'll promote the hell out of it. Uh, speaking of what some people may consider to be hell for the mother of one of these people involved, let's talk Dre and Michelle, right? Yikes! You no, know, oh. we all know Dre and Michelle. This um, is bad. Famous, she's, she's modeled. Dre right, Dre has modeled for years. Um, she was a television personality for many years on Basketball Wives LA. We've seen her go oh, on to be I a successful that. entrepreneur because of that rebrand, okay? Mm-hmm. Drea had one of the best <laughs> pivot God. slash rebrands mm-hmm. in the game. Thank she became, God. she elevated from what some people consider to be you know, whatever they considered her to be mm-hmm. to a, a bona fide, legitimately successful business entrepreneur, yeah. business woman, elevated her whole presentation, everything. People were happy to see that. And, well, and can I can I just point that out or, mm-hmm. or just, just highlight that for a moment? There are not many times where people are happy to see that. Mm-hmm. I was one of those people that was happy to see that because I feel like people just take pleasure in wanting to keep people in a certain place. But mm-hmm. I was like, thank God, Drea Michelle, like she is not that girl who is being dragged on Twitter all the time anymore for those ex- uh, those allegations and whatnot back in the mm-hmm. past. I don't want to revisit all stuff like that. But it was just like so happy. So when she did that fag swimsuit shit, I was like, what are you doing? But Fine she had another girls. Re- mm-hmm. But then she did another oh, rebrand after that I too. So about that, man. We'll just, you know, move right <laughs> along to your story. She's had several successful, you know, turns and she also started acting. She was like making a name for herself, you know, getting roles in like scripted programming. So Drea had really pivoted. Mm. Well, we do know that Drea is a mom to two sons, um, Nico and Drew, which I love the way she spelled her son Drew's name. J-R-U that's his name it's really cute oh, but um, yeah but she also now is currently again she just celebrated her 39th birthday and she's rumored to be pregnant by her current boyfriend who is his name is Jalen Green and he's a Houston Rockets guard currently and he is 21 years old so a lot of people are taking umbrage with the fact that she has such a much younger boyfriend and they're actually Really shocked about it because he's the same age as her oldest son. I was just about wow. to say, yeah. isn't her son his age? Her son I Nico is twenty one. Now people are really upset <laughs> I about can't this. Imagine wow. Introducing my boyfriend to my son. <laughs> That's a fight. That's they, a fight. I, I'm sorry. But, but, okay, <laughs> but Y'all got it. I just have this one question. <laughs> it's a fight. It's a, it's is, a it fight. The, is it the age gap or is it how young he is? Because if this was old, like moved up a little, like mm-hmm. you know, he's in his thirties, <laughs> she's in her what fifties. <laughs> but it's because he's twenty one. Like twenty one. What are y'all talking about? <laughs> Seriously, well, she's what? pregnant. Well. Dre is thirty nine years old. Mm-hmm. That's not far from me. Mm-hmm. I cannot mm-hmm. imagine the conversation. What are we discussing about life? Yeah, it's a difference. I mean, he is a celebrity, so like you know, he do got like a lot going on. So that don't mean nothing. <laughs> celebrity just means you have money. 
I'm it sorry. That don't mean you're positioning experience. yourself I mean, in, in, in networks that are like expanding you. You know, like that don't mean nothing. Sometimes you get stunted, to be honest. There you go. Because there are of people. Your, mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. you get stunted because you're surrounded by more yes men. Everyone's so like protective of not wanting to lose their bridge to you. So they like shine, you know, the world around you a little more. So you're like sheltered from reality. All the people I know that made money young are stuck at that age, no matter how old they are now. And it's a very stunted reality. And then 21 is just a young ass age to begin with. So it's like, I just can't imagine. I can't imagine. Look like Dre said, 21. Can you do something (laughs) for me? Hello. (laughs) 300 million for me. I I just know that as far as them fucking fine, anything past that, I'm sorry. Let me be completely honest. I'm really stuck in my nigga bag because I feel like I'm about to sound like a nigga podcaster right now. <laughs> I, I'm not encouraging her son to fight Jalen, but for me, that is a fight because we are the same age. And so that takes me back to, you know, the allegations that I didn't want to mention before about Dre not being a good mother, because why are you doing this to your son? Is she well, pregnant is she or doing, it's a rumor? It's alleged. I was going to clarify alleged. that too. We don't okay. know for a fact that I'm she's like, pregnant. I didn't even know that. She was spotted in wearing overalls with an obvious bulge in the front. Mm. Okay. Walking back, going backstage at the game. Um, so yeah, there's that. Second of all, do we think that there's gender bias here, right? Because we see men doing this all the time. Crystal um, on the Housewives of Beverly Hills, they just showed her being called a child bride by her cast fellow cast member, Dorit Kimsley, who referred to her as a child bride because she was, I believe, 24 when she married her husband and he was 42. A child bride. She called her a child bride. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, is she Asian? She was being racist? She is Asian. That's fucked. Um, the fact that so, I realized a white yo, woman was making that Dorit connection. That's fucked. So, but again, that we're, we're, we're referencing that to shine light on the <laughs> bias here that may out. exist right. because men date younger all the time when they're rich and famous, even when they're not. They date younger all the time, right? Do y'all think that the conversation is changing here because Dre is a woman Absolutely. dating younger men? And Absolutely. why does that make it different to you guys or it, to it, other people? It's obviously not different. To me, predatory behavior is... That's just what it is. Right. Across but the I board. will say the the experiences I've had, a lot of men, the way they position it in conversation can be really challenging. Cause I mm-hmm. know men that lost their virginities uh very young, preteens, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh 10, 11, 12, 13, to babysitters, to their sisters' friends, mm-hmm. in ways that when they describe it, I'm like, uh, that don't sound like you had much of a choice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you were groomed, you were manipulated, it was forced on them. But they'll be like, nah, it's whatever. You know, like it was it was even when you see the teachers that are sleeping with their students, if you look at the comments on Twitter, it's always people being like, Why didn't I have a teacher like that? When it's a you boy. Know? When it's, it's a boy a, and, a female and the and teacher a male. is a woman, absolutely. Yeah. But when it's the other way around, then it becomes more of a societal issue. So I'm not, I don't want to fully blame that it's how men have positioned it. Because I also have seen men speak out and saying there is a double standard and y'all don't take us serious. Mm-hmm. Men who have even reported domestic violence and mm-hmm. the police laughed at them. Mm-hmm. Like your wife is beating your ass? You know, like what? And and Man they receive, yeah, and they receive no help. So I don't want to say that, but I think there is a problem with men and how they do discuss these things too. Like 
I think it's it's twofold. And society also just does not take it serious. Right, it, to be clear again, right? Like he is 21 <laughs> years old. He's a fully grown man, completely consenting to this. So we're right. not saying Drea is doing anything wrong, but lawf, unlawful. You know well, what I'm saying? It's she's not, not illegal. It's not illegal. But it's just, right. um, I think it's, it's controversial. Yeah. yeah. And so I just think it's interesting because, again, I don't want to be redundant, but we see niggas do this all the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so I, I don't know why. And again, like Asante, you made a but great point. it don't point make it right. At all. It don't make mm-hmm. it right, right at all. But it's just funny to me how the, the glaring difference in reactions sure, to this news that we sure. get, right? And again, Dre is a special case because further to Asante's point, which was great that you brought that up, she's long had a history of people challenging her character and her decisions as a parent. And just as a person in general, people called her a hoe for years. You know what I'm saying? And just tried to make her as as much less of a person as they could, right? By their accusations and, and judgment of some of her actual choices. Mm-hmm. So this falls right into the, the lap, you know, mm-hmm. again of that. And it's just like, damn, girl. Especially after that cleanup she did and that pivot, mm-hmm. it's like, yikes. Yeah, so. And you I know, know. And, I, and I and this is still a woman that if she is pregnant, you know, you don't want to send her all this vitriol because I know I'm sure she's getting into something crazy and that's still an innocent baby. So and energetically, I don't want to contribute to like a pile on on a pregnant mm-hmm, woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but all that aside, this is highly problematic. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just is, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> She I gonna, just she gonna be making lunch for two. She ain't gonna just gonna be uh, her man and her son. Y'all, y'all lunch is ready. <laughs> oh my god, that's just where I'm. I'm just stuck as the son. Like I would hate some shit like that to happen to me. Is everybody so, on the titty. Like, what's going on? <laughs> if it was the mama or the daddy, you know what I'm saying. So that's why I'm upset. Like, like we gotta fight. Like, Nick, if this was my daddy, he brought home a girl my age, like, like, like my peer, mm-hmm. like. We gotta fight, like, 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 nigga. What is you doing? But if my mom bring home a nigga that's my age, like me and the nigga gotta fight because, like, I'm not calling you, like, like you're not been a. It's just an issue. It's just an issue. Yeah, I've watched, and it's so crazy too because I've watched people have really healthy relationships as like step parent, step child, and my personal family, like my, you know, my family. You know what I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. We don't, I don't call no cousin half this, half that, none oh, of that shit. Sure. Like, yeah. we don't do none of that. Siblings. So I've seen really mm-hmm. healthy relationships when it came to blending of families and shit but i can't say that i would have been cool if my parents got divorced and my mom or my dad had a new partner that was the same age as me as you bro we're gonna be mm-hmm. friends anyway it's not gonna be a parent-child relationship with anybody yeah, no. that my parents bring into the <laughs> and i don't care if i was three which is gonna saying? make some other like, issues complex down the road and then that's gonna be on the parent so it's like you did this because so i just you know <laughs> But shout out to Drea. And one thing about it, I do think it is extremely unfair for her to be judged about this so largely when, again, we see older, younger relationships happen all the time. Excuse me, just with the opposite genders. So I just think mm-hmm. that's something But unfair. they all need to be judged. They do. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to give her some friend like, no. fuck it. The, no. the motherfucker wrong. <laughs> I know, friend. Only innocent person okay. in this is the baby. And we wish you a, a healthy Ooh, the, her boyfriend. If- oh, okay, so <laughs> speaking of trifling women, but, um, <clears throat> boom, <laughs> Giselle Bryant, star oh. of the Real Housewives of Potomac. Speaking okay, of trifling women. 
Giselle Bryant. uh, It was in the news recently for some of her comments uh, in a recent episode of The Real Housewives of Potomac, where she said the following. Oh, what did she say? Don't pull my name when you're pulling Candace and Wendy. Don't pull my name. And Karen, I've told you why. I have to be concerned about my safety. So there's an uproar online around her comments saying she has to be concerned about her safety around her fellow cast members, Candace Dillard Bassett and Wendy, excuse me, Dr. Wendy Osefo. Okay. Now people are up in arms about this and outraged because they're, they're calling her hypocritical. They're saying, you know, it's the pot calling the kettle black, things like that, because for years she has taken, made, made great attempts and gone to great lengths to ostracize some of her cast members who have expressed maybe violent behaviors in the past, things like that. While in the very next season, huddling around, protecting and coddling the same behaviors out of people that she likes. She's even gone so far as to say on the show that she didn't care or wasn't concerned about Dr. Wendy herself being assaulted um, by Mia Thornton, one of the other cast members, when Mia threw a drink on her and hit her with her purse. She threw a drink on Wendy and then she hit Wendy with her purse. Um, Giselle, Bryant, and Robin Dixon both were quoted on the show as saying, hey, we don't care because we don't like Wendy. Okay? And we understand, like that's it. Robin was recording gleefully. So there's some things that are, are uneven about this as viewers of the show which i'm so glad i was able to put this on our list today if you watch it friends what are you and asante what do you guys have to say about giselle's most famous do you think she's full of shit or is it a fair take full As- of shit mm-hmm. full of shit why asante i mean th- these are the same women that act like they don't know what's going on online, right? Like like, mm-hmm. like they're trying to hold Candace to the standard about some of the problematic things that she does online, but they don't realize the things that they do on this TV show, how they have an effect online as well. So it's like, it's hard for me to try to, because this is just, it feels like crying wolf again about, you know, her safety. Because before it was the whole thing with, you know, Chris having been in her room and how she wasn't uncomfortable. and Which inspired it was just, the comments from Candace that they're taking issue with. But go ahead. So now here we are and, and she's trying to make it seem like Candace, who, you know, was unfortunately involved in that altercation with Monique, you know, seasons earlier. She's trying to make it seem like somebody's going to do something to her when Candace has been like, girl, mm-hmm. I'm way smarter than you. Why would I ever like... Like, you should be thankful that I'm even giving you these words. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I, I'm just confused. That's why my my shit meter is just going through the, the, the roof. <laughs> um, I just don't... I, You know, I don't do this to a lot of people or say this about a lot of people, but Giselle is just one of the few... She's one of the few that I really don't like, for real. Mm. Like, like, I just really don't like her. Like, out of all the housewives, I could probably, you know let them all get away with whatever because they all know the thing on TV and they all know that they're playing this game. But Giselle is really one that just, I like her personality, but the way that they do the back and forth, I don't like the way that she plays the game. I, I don't mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. I just really don't like it. So I don't like how her and Robin, they're in cahoots one minute and, you know, they're holding people accountable. But when it's time to hold them accountable, it's this drama. Like, it's not like, uh, all right, well, you know, it's my turn now. It's not fair. Let me, right. It, it's just not fair. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I really don't fuck with Giselle and just 
fuck her. Sorry. Fran, <laughs> if you were on the show, what would you have said to Giselle when she said that in the scene? Not if I was on the show. <laughs> <laughs> what would you have said, Fran? You would be like, no, girl. <laughs> what would you have said? Fran? I would have twirled on her. <laughs> 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 no, honestly, I think... Um, this season, they're scrambling so hard for storylines, and it's really cringy to watch. Mm-hmm. I think they have, they're like grasping for straws mm-hmm. at this point. You know what I mean? Or and shrines. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really, it's like, damn, that's, so, you know, you know what? It, it's like that artist that's getting older and they don't want to let go. You know, and they don't know how to like, and they just keep making music that's like for the young people that are getting surgery. It's like, it's like, they just, you feel awful because you're like, y'all, y'all are like a legacy brand. Like y'all were doing so good and I don't, and it's like, it's okay to let go. Does that make sense? (laughs) So we might as well just go into the next topic. (laughs) Y'all want to go into the next topic? (laughs) Yes. All right. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Now, Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place all on your terms. Now you can get started with one of Squarespace's professional website templates with designs for every category and every use case. And then you can even customize your look, update content and add features to fit your unique needs. Now you can make any Squarespace template do what you want so that your idea, your brand and your business stands out online on every device. Now with Squarespace, you can easily sell merch and create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. Design your products and production, inventory and shipping are all handled for you, okay? Saving you time and money. Now, you can use insights to grow your business. Learn where your site visits and sales are coming from, and you can analyze which channels are the most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or your most popular products and content. Now, you guys know that we have used Squarespace here at the Friend Zone several times over the years back to support our touring when we were selling tickets with that. I'm even venturing into e-commerce myself and we're using Squarespace to build my personal website that we're going to introduce coming soon. I'm so excited about it and this has really made it so easy. I'm not a coder. I'm not a website developer and thankfully we have tools like Squarespace that have been able to make it so much easier for me and I'm sure so much easier for so many other small business owners and people who just need the support in creating a website Now, you can go to squarespace.com for the free trial. And when you're ready to launch, you can go to squarespace.com slash friendzone to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain at squarespace.com slash friendzone. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, God, what a week. Oh, good. So I don't got to do this for the Music Man segment. <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion dropped a new track called Hiss, H-I-S-S. My God, what an Sound exhausting week. Okay. In the song, she Uh-oh. has a line where she says, These hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes mad at Megan's law. If you don't know, you can Google what Megan's law, and it basically ensures that because of something terrible that happened, now sex offenders have to be registered. Mm-hmm. Okay. An amazing law. And we all know that Nicki Minaj's husband is mm. a registered sex offender. The song Hiss, she opens the song by saying, first of all, fuck y'all. And, and she's getting this off her chest one time. So it's clear that this song and its lyrical content is aimed toward people who have been part of the negative conversations surrounding her, people who have been stating rumors, making up rumors about her, perpetuating rumors about her adding to the pile of rumors about her, been unfairly nasty to her, all those things. This song is for them. It's a diss track, essentially, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that His line was aimed for real. And Nikki got pissed. Here's <laughs> the diss, <laughs> pissed Nikki off. And so, hey. She's still pissed. This started a multiple day, mm. very lengthy, um, very dark and 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 and... Uh, vile Twitter rant from Nicki Minaj aimed at Megan Thee Stallion and all entities around her, right? She talked about Megan's producers. She talked about Megan's management team, Rock Nation, making allegations that they are paying uh, other media outlets and other streaming platforms to um, hinder her success or her progress as she promotes and sells her new album Pink Friday 2 which I actually like um, and she's saying that they're prioritizing or being unfairly positive towards Megan Thee Stallion anybody who has witnessed the history of what's been going on with women in rap over the past 10 years um, has recognized a behavioral pattern from Nicki Minaj that basically paints her as a person who is at the top of their professional game, but very much at the bottom of the uh, game when it comes to being social and with her industry peers. She makes it literally hard for a new artist, new female rap artist to come in the game and see success. And anytime it, they do, and it becomes a mainstream success that she feels may rival her own, we then see her lashing out we see her creating a hostile environment for anyone to exist that does not openly support her um even after they've shown support if they work with someone that she has not the best relationship with if they start to see certain mainstream visibility certain levels of mainstream visibility if they start to receive certain industry standard accolades like a grammy award or like hot 100 number one singles then the vitriol starts and it's been a pattern of this. And so we saw it happen again this weekend, culminating with the release of her diss track aimed at Megan Thee Stallion, which is called Bigfoot. In the song, there's a bunch of what I feel are lazy jabs being thrown verbally. Um, 
a bunch of re- repeated uh, insults that she used on Twitter um, and just more of the same for her and a, and a bunch of thinly veiled. All right. Now, I did this, but I have more I could do. So you better not do that else or else what I've got next is really it. I right. hate it when people do that. Say <laughs> what you got to say. Drop the bomb and keep it moving because I don't give a fuck. What, the, what else you know? You better not let make me tell that. No, <laughs> tell it all. Because I don't believe you have anything else. So as, as a rap music fan, which you both know how much I love rap music mm-hmm. from from the it's in the cores of my soul, that line between my balls and my butthole. That, that's how, <laughs> that's where my love starts, the deep within. So I love rap music. And so I recognize Nicki Minaj's talent. I recognize her greatness when it comes to her lyrical prowess. And I, I was shocked that there was an absence of that in what she presented as her rebuttal to Megan Thee Stallion's successful track addressing her issues. Mind you, Megan Thee Stallion made the track and we seen nothing else from her other than, hey, y'all, play the song, run it up. Keep going, y'all. All we've seen is consistent promotion of her, from her, rather, of her single hits. <laughs> right, Not one response. And we actually saw her today as of the date of production. I love being able to say that. We saw her today um, on Good Morning America, where she announced not only that, yes, a new album is coming, but she also will be going on a world tour this summer, the Hot Girl mm. Summer Tour. OK, so Megan's handling this and Nicki Minaj doesn't realize that or maybe she does realize and just doesn't care because for some of the things that she's done, you just have to not be you just you can't care about the the perception of it, the way it lands. And you just, you can't care if you're doing some of the things that Nikki is doing. And she continues to mention Megan's song and Megan by name and Megan's song while she's doing what she feels is a retaliation or whatever it is. So I love Nicki Minaj's music. I love her skill level as a her rapper. Legacy. And mm-hmm. her, le- well... I don't know if I love her legacy. I love her catalog when it comes mm. to what that what that what that um, communicates as far as her skill level is. Right, her catalog supports that and verifies her positioning as one of the best rappers of all time, male, female, whatever. She's a rapper's rapper, okay, True. and that's what I love about her. Her personality gives me pause. So I'd like to know what you all think. <laughs> I'd like to know what you, Fred and Asante, think about all this shit that's been going on this weekend concerning Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion. I hate it. Mm-hmm. And I and I I hate it because Nicki is such a talent. Mm-hmm. And all I keep thinking, if she had just embraced these young girls, like the music we could have gotten, you know, the projects, the collaborations, the features. I mean, the peace we could have gotten. The peace. Just to, (laughs) like, this to me is such a waste of everybody's time. Mm -hmm. A waste of Nikki's time. (laughs) A waste of Nikki's talent. A waste of the, of her fan base Mm -hmm. because they are, the energy that they're, they're, they're using is so dark. Mm -hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and and they're they're very powerful. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we see it time and time again. Imagine the impact they could have if they use that in a completely different mm-hmm. way. Like voting for holding court for the NWCP. <laughs> <laughs> I love Nicki Minaj. You're so funny. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like to be such a yes. powerful yes. base, like yeah. y'all yes. could really do some shit out here. Yes, and I hate that it's being used to dox. Mm-hmm. To, yeah. so I've seen people getting scared of even sharing their opinion. Like mm-hmm. I, there was like a young white boy. Did you see like 
that he was sharing. Apparently he's autistic and he shared uh, his disappointment in the beef because apparently he's a barb. And they went crazy on him. He had to put out an apology video. Uh, they said they were attacking his family. People oh mentioned, um, which I don't know if it's true, because there's also rumors can get kind of caught up in the news cycle, but they were talking about like um, cemetery desecration mm-hmm. coming into mm-hmm. this conversation mm-hmm. with people's mm-hmm. family members. I mean, this is getting dark. Mm-hmm. and scary and to me it's like what does this have to do with music like where yes. are we going with this and that's the part that's blowing me because at the end of the day these are extremely talented individuals that could be yielding this power in a completely different way and i hate to see it i do not love this for us me either what about you tay as I mean, a person who fucking introduced me to Megan Thee Stallion's music. Introduced us. What do you got the to show, say? period, yeah. We want to hear from you. We need who you stand with. <laughs> <laughs> you got you to gotta use your look. platform to speak out. <laughs> well, look, look. If you need something definitive, I stand with her, 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 her. And she, no. she, she. Don't, 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 don't. Honestly, to be, to be like oh so real with you, friend, took every thought out of my head and like said it perfectly cleanly because I was ready to be like, you know, I'm y'all know I'm delusional. I wish this was a different timeline where the girls all came together. Right. I wish when Nikki came out, she would have given or her and, you know, Lil' Kim would have had, you know, what they both needed to have from each other. Oh, and we would have got a record nice. from them. And I and Nikki would have, you know, pushed the needle forward. And as more girls came along, they would, you know, cry for Nikki's stamp of approval the way mm-hmm. that anybody cries for a Beyonce stamp of approval. And then Nikki makes, you know, festivals and all the girls want a headline so mm-hmm. bad. And, you know, like... And Nikki just, you know, g- have all the niggas in a tizzy because like, oh, shit, this bitch is mobilizing. Like, as opposed to all these girls going against each other, they, you know, they're coordinating drops and featuring each other and doing all sorts of, you know, cool things. They got niggas in the video on leashes and shit now. Like, they're supporting Sexy Red together, even though this Sexy. one girl does poetry rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, it would just be dope to watch everybody come together, right? In my delusional head. So when I see... This. Uh, <laughs> this, right? The opposite. It's opposite day. <laughs> you know, when I hear his, I can't help but be on Megan's <laughs> side because she's been through a lot. All the girl has been trying to do is make her music and everybody at every turn has been wanting to be like, oh, well, we want to we want to see the bullet wound like and bullshit. And then they want to be like, oh, well, clearly, you know, she tried to ruin the baby and his fuck ass talking, doing some dumb shit to the queer community, too. It's like all of these dumb things he is. (laughs) I mean, he's another ass. It's just annoying that because y'all know me, I try to focus on the music, right? (laughs) So the reason I introduced y'all to Megan was because I really fucked with what she was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Megan was rapping her ass off in a parking lot in a subdivision and uh-huh. going on ra- uh, uh, freestyles on the radio. And then she was dropping mixtapes and she dropped albums and then she kept doing freestyles. So she's like, she just kept moving up and up and up. And I just liked watching her progression and watching her elevate without losing the essence of her. So some people say that she always wraps up or twerks and it's all about Megan in the knees. But I feel like she's done a lot of diverse things in such a short span of time outside of that. And so it's crazy that she's pegged as one thing, but it's also cool that y'all have her pegged as one thing and she's gone so long because that gives her so much room for growth. Uh, To that point, Watching Nikki drop a diss record, 
I was actually disappointed in the disc record. I didn't actually make it through a lot of the disc record. I only listened because I wanted to be subjective because y'all know I live in the music. So I wanted right. to say, all right, if we about to have beef, let's see what this is finna be. Because it all acts. Like they I said really couldn't get day. into whatever Nikki was doing. And did you I listen know, to the complete song? I did. I, did I listened not. to the complete song I and the so acapella track. Oh, so well, I can't I didn't be subjective. Do the so. track, but I did listen to the complete song. I'd had to because I wanted to. I wanted to be sure of what I was saying when I talked about my opinion right, about like this. Right. Said, yeah. Like give it a chance, you know? Yeah. Even though, cause it's not about picking sides for me. This is music. And I right. was listening to the new music. And, and Nikki's a great artist. So, so to you, me, there's a if chance. you're going to diss, put it in a record <laughs> and make it crazy. Let them both be battling. Who's going to be number one on because the billboard? Because to be honest you know with I mean? you, like, I feel like, uh, again, way. Megan is growing and she's continuing to grow. So I feel like, I don't feel like she's instigating, inciting beef because, you know, she just wants to have beef. Like, this bitch has really been fucking with her. So, you know, she's calling shots on a lot of people. And if Nikki wants to make it beef and we're going back and forth, I'm thinking like, okay, so let's see what these records have been hit like. Because if Nikki well, come out with something fire, Megan might come out with some fire outside of her, you know, doing her album rollout if she cho- chose to do so. Like, you know, get him out of the little world. I don't know what we're going. But it would just be dope to see Megan be like, all right, well, cool. We about to go, like, I'm about to drop another record yeah, too and I'm be something super that. fire. And it would have been dope to, It would have been dope if there was no tweets. No social media. Yes, it's all and just in the music. some dope ass uh, yeah. records. Like I'm not really for disc records, but if y'all gonna go there, just make it a good record. No lies. I love to see y'all battling for like Billboard spots. You know, because yes. it's like she dropped a dope one, and her response was dope, and then it's just good ass music. Because we're just like, okay, at least there's no like violence. <laughs> there's no right. crazy. They've been tweet. throwing subs for a minute back and forth. If you've been paying attention, yeah, mm-hmm. they've been throwing like subliminals back and forth for a minute, but they've gotten more and more blatant as right. time has gone on. I mean, now they're doing acts. Nikki said, "You got to remember when she dropped her Red Ruby track a couple months ago." She was like, but I don't fuck with horses since Christopher Reeve. And then stop the, 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 the music, stop the right. lyrics. And all you heard was music to emphasize that that was a hit right, at, right. at Megan Thee Stallion. Like she's just been getting really flagrant with it. Mm-hmm. And, and she's taken several more shots at Megan than Megan has taken towards her. It's mm-hmm. been very, this is the first time Megan really flat out like took it there. And right. you see what kind of reaction it inspires. So yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm speaking as someone who loves Nicki Minaj and what she has done lyrically with rap music. Someone who was happy for all of her wins. Someone who yes. wanted to see to her reign. Like I, I was happy to... for her. So I'm yes. disappointed now by this. I'm disappointed. And we don't know that half of what Nicki's been through for real. Exactly. Especially mm-hmm. as a woman in the industry mm-hmm. and especially as a woman in rap. Like, mm-hmm. we don't exactly. even know the tip of the nope. iceberg. So I can understand her anger. Mm-hmm. And this is clearly hitting a nerve. You know, just this whole shit has been hitting a nerve since mm-hmm. been like Nicki's just been really unhappy. And what and I'm not gonna put any blame on her on her husband because I don't know him. I don't know right. the relationship, but I will say, damn, I wish he would just go up to her and be like, babe, mm-hmm. you know, let me get your phone. Like, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, and you, you know, like that's a supportive, far- nourishing partner would be there, like, I don't want you to do this to yourself you know look who you are like you're supposed to be surrounded by love where people when you don't see it they will show you you know like remind you when you're in that in that space and i think that's why it's so disappointing for me is because i want more and i want better for nikki but people are gonna see it as because you know like how i started off you know i'm with megan like 
people are going to see it as they have to choose. But it's like, I'm choosing music. I'm not choosing to go online and dox people and do that whole thing. Like, if if you a barber and you listen and you're ready to dox me, I don't have the time. I am so sorry. Like, (laughs) please leave me alone. I'm not saying ethnic or any of that. Nikki needs her flowers and she deserves them. And I understand why she's so frustrated. I just don't understand why she acts out. And again, so, so what Fran was saying, we don't know half of what she's been through. There are plenty of reasons why she doesn't work with the girls, I'm sure. Like maybe she's been burned by the girls in the studio before. Like, yeah, there's shit we there's, don't know. There's shit we don't know. So it's like, I'm not sitting up here saying, fuck That's this how bitter I felt bitch. about Drea. I'm not up here saying about Nikki, you know. No. (laughs) No. 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 (laughs) I'm not up here saying fuck Nikki. I'm saying I just want people to treat people better. And if Megan had to get that off her chest and if Nikki wants to respond, cool. I did not like the beat on that response. I just I didn't I didn't know what we were doing. I, I didn't know what I was doing here. And maybe that's because that was the stand of me speaking up and speaking out. But that's all I'm going to call it for. I can't say that I feel like one person needs to win over the other or anything like that. I feel like I feel like Megan, when she came out, she showed Nikki love and respect. You know, what I'm saying like she really was a they fan. They worked together. Of, they worked and together. Allegedly, that's where the beef started, according to what Nicki Minaj has shared on the set of their video for Hot Girl Summer. Maybe I shouldn't talk about it. <laughs> the cops said chill. Okay, but that's Daddy where it started. Chill. Okay. <laughs> Daddy baby, chill. am I your Daddy daddy, daddy? Oh, mama, am I your baby? Daddy, am I your baby? What is that dumbass shit everybody's been saying? Because Mariah <laughs> Science has said it in that jail call. But anyway, oh God. Mariah, baby. Right. Um, Friend, did I tell you about Daddy Chill on Mendeecees? No. Mendeecees Jr. has said that to his daddy because he, he said it because of the video. <laughs> I, I was watching a YouTube, you know, they got YouTube channels. All the all the Atlanta kids got YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mendeecees got one, and all he be the playing Toya family. All the Toya, oh, wow. you know what I'm saying? Uh, Ti kids probably all got them too. Mm-hmm. Like everybody, uh, Nene's son got one. Oh one God, of the that would be more yes. of my kid. He be on showing YouTube. cars on there and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, look at me. go ahead, Brent, go <laughs> off. Anyway, I don't know why I ended up on the channel, but Mendeecees he had played a prank on his daddy where his daddy had just bought a new Maybach or something, and so he took it to school. And so then Mendeecees pulled up on Junior, like, you know, what the hell you doing, my car? He's like, Daddy, chill. And I cried. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, the kids are gonna be all I right. I say it so much. That's one of the. Two much. Funniest lines on the internet. Did you watch that whole video? Yes. Oh and he was God. like, "What even?" The white guy was like, "What even is that?" Fran, you are ridiculous. I'm sorry, Dustin. Please continue. Well, speaking of something else that somebody <laughs> may deem ridiculous, right? What even is that? <laughs> Y'all aren't the only ones with strong opinions about this Nicki Minaj and Megan situation because Love and Hip Hop Hollywood uh, along Moni Slaughter has chimed in with her feelings on this. Moni said, imagine your seven-year-old daughter is raped and murdered by a neighbor. You fight for legislation to be passed. He's put on death row, but the death penalty was abolished in that state. So his sentence was commuted to life without parole. So now you have to live with your baby. You have to live in using that the killer is still alive and well, which whatever. I don't know what the hell kind of she was. How was she putting these words together? <laughs> but anyway, this is a quote. she said a law. It probably is knowing her ASS. <laughs> but she said a law in your departed daughter's <laughs> name and honor is passed. 
And now for the first time in over a decade, your daughter is trending. Your wound is reopened because a bitch used it as a bar in a diss track. Shaking my head. If I were Megan Cancer's family, I would take every red cent from those single cells. Oh. I'd lawyer up and that video would be snatched from every platform. I'd sue for emotional damages and I'd demand that the bar be changed and I'd gag order the artist. Period. Don't profit Shit. off my... That's what Monique said. And now, the and it girl, happened too, you know. They because she had her to father, the line. Mm-hmm. well, her I didn't know she had to remove the line. Yeah, when was that reported? So- if you go to the song, the line isn't there, apparently, today. Oh, well, yeah. well, guess where it is? It, the resonating waves of impact around the world because we all know it, whether we can hear it or not. We all heard right, it. Yeah. And that girl's father, if you dig up a little history on him, he's a fucking Republican, racist yep. ass politician. Yep. Who was probably waiting on a chance like this that Moniz is dumb ass, yeah. don't affirmed. know nothing ass, <laughs> right. affirmed by speaking out. This is where discipline has got to come into play with the way people move on social media mm. and in the yep. fucking comment section. Have some discipline because first of all, Moniz, this ain't got shit to do with you. And if bringing visibility in a negative way to that large, what your gripe is, you're making it worse and you're doing it yourself by issuing these stupid ass tweets. This yeah. has nothing to do with you without even peeling back the top layer of shit we know. There's several other things that Moniz could be concerned about. Several other well, things devoting her, deserving of her attention than that that would uh, get such a passionate response out of her over something that don't have shit to do with her. This is where yeah. people have to stop piling on and making shit worse and looking for an opportunity to trend and to have attention paid to them to try to garner whatever you can from it. Take your ass to baddies like everybody else and, you know, work <laughs> your way back into the conversation that way, Moniz, because we're tired of it. And you're hitting people over there on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, arguing with the father of your son. Your motherhood has long been in question. OK, and it's currently still in question. Worry about all of that and back up off of this situation, empowering and affirming this racist white motherfucker in ways that he's not going to create legal problems or attempt to, because really, I don't even see how what you can't mention shit in a song now. Like, come on, right, what the yeah. fuck? no crime was committed. And another that's another thing. Her stupid, ignorant ass. OK, quick to jump to a reaction ass. That's another thing she didn't consider. She could have just said that to whoever the fuck she was in the house with, but nobody probably want to hang out with her ass, so it probably wasn't nobody there, which is why she was on Twitter. That really got me going. But how do you guys feel about what uh, Moniz had to say? I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Asante, because I mean, that's sufficient for me. For yeah, literally have no it's, energy. It's literally that. Like to your point, that's what that's what bothers me so much about stand culture. The fact that you're putting all this energy into this online stuff or this fan of other people's stuff. It's one thing to <clears throat> stream a song, buy a single, go to a concert, buy merch, but to literally go vote for the artist, but to literally like go out of your way to like look up people's personal information. Uh, tweet out these long tweets and retweets and put together all of these and search old tweets like that stuff is I, I don't know what world that is so it's like scary to me and I was people would, would put that energy into something lucrative like what if you could dig up old tweets that had information that's actually relevant to helping somehow like you found some really cool ideas that people didn't capitalize on because you got money now like so you want to invest like 
I don't know. Like it just saddens me and it's kind of disgusting where people are in the world. So I hope Moni is not able to get booked for any gigs and work her way back into the conversation. <laughs> oh my God. Period. Go to baddies. Plot twist. Don't go to baddies. I watch baddies. I don't want to see her on there unless she's crying and getting beat up. Actually, she might. I do like to see her fight. So mm-hmm, baddies. fight for your life on there. Fight All right. So let's wrap this up with what I like to call <laughs> white news. Okay. Oh, white news. That's right. White news. If you're black. Anyway. No news for you. <laughs> but if, if you're, you're white, white, some news, for, news you. for you. Okay. So <laughs> okay. in white news, um, one of the whitest motherfuckers hey, at... Ooh, okay? sorry, y'all. I was trying to uh, mute it. Who was that? In, in <laughs> white wait, news... Wait, wait, you kidding? One of the whitest motherfuckers <laughs> I know, uh, Kanye West, snatches a oh, phone from dusted. a reporter after she questioned whether his wife, Bianca, is behaving freely. Kanye snatches the phone out of the reporter's hand and then lets her know that. Was that a dumbass, disrespectful question to come ask a grown ass superhero? (laughs) While he's wearing a full, complete face mask, you can't see anything. And that's what he told her. He told her that was rude to ask a superhero. He said that to her for real? That's a quote. I thought you were joking. Mm -mm. Like, I thought you were saying that because Mm -mm. of the socks and masks he's Mm -mm. been wearing. Nothing. No. He said that to her with a straight, well, I would say a straight face, but we couldn't see it because he had it covered (laughs) up. With a straight mask. He said that to her. I was he did. He let his mask use him like Kim Burrell said. That's what she was talking to. <laughs> use your mask. Use you. That's what he did. So that's what Kanye said. He snatched his phone, snatched the lady's phone and said that was a dumbass. It's a quote. That was a dumbass, disrespectful question to ask a grown ass superhero. What Can are your you thoughts? Seeing those? He must have been able to. He, he got breathe. that damn phone. He sure do. Them, and the gloves are nice. He got that phone. So <laughs> the gloves be, work. I'm going to be real with you. <laughs> I will never side with the paparazzi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, I don't. I didn't watch it, so I can't speak to what he said fully. But I, they're so fucking annoying. Like, mm-hmm. what a job. You're harassing people on the street, asking them crazy questions just to get a rise out of them in hopes that you snap a picture of them when they're mid meltdown. That is a crazy career to be a part of. So whatever happens to you because you chose to be in that career, I don't feel bad. Yeah, I don't feel bad about the paparazzi I see either who are always fucking with people and starting shit. I mean, it's crazy. Fucking with people when they come leaving out a hospital for something or going through mourning a dead relative and they coming to, you know, fucking with him and shit. I agree mm-hmm. with you. That's real fucked up. What do you say, Asante? Um, so I'm looking at the woman who whose phone, who sets the phone, or who, who was recording him, he sets the phone out of her hand. Looking like, she look like an internet bitch, don't she? Did you see it? <laughs> I'm looking at her and that's what Scraggly I'm ass. Hell yeah. <laughs> she look like somebody, I'm just a comment. <laughs> that's what she look like, don't she? Low key, am I okay? Did you see her friend? I did see her because uh, there was um, videos of it on Twitter. I just mm-hmm. didn't watch, but I, you know, in, in passing, Humpty I saw, Dumpty. <laughs> saw what she looked like. Didn't mm-hmm. they say she off- he offered her a job? I wouldn't be surprised. Someone said he offered her a job by the end of the video, but I don't know how true that is. Well, I didn't see it because the, well, the video I saw, the camera was covered up because he had it in his goddamn <laughs> hand. Yes, that's, not that's iconic. I'm sorry. Yo, TMZ got both angles, so I had watched that one first and then when they showed the other one. But to be honest, I don't have a lot of input because I don't know anything about this Bianca girl. I like I have had Kanye muted for, I think, years at this point. Oh, wow. So I really don't know anything that's going on. But to, to Fran's point, like, 
like if you a nigga running up on me with a camera and you asking me disrespectful I questions, mean, anything can happen. So okay. I'm actually on his side in this. I'm with you. Case. You're right. My mm-hmm. thing is you know? more so like it wasn't a ridiculous disrespectful question because you're the one that had her with her fucking tits covered up with a shoestring <laughs> and barefoot in the Balenciaga store in Vegas of all places. And then you've been having her ass. She was sucking dick in a canoe and when they was out in fucking uh, where was that in Italy or somewhere going through was they in Venice? Was in Venice, I yeah. think. And is he banned? She was sucking dick on a boat, got her barefoot in Balenciaga with shoestring titties oh, and, and, and her hair slicked back and no eyebrows. And so you want to ask me, you want to say it's disrespectful that we ask you if she all right. You know what I'm saying? And, and then it don't help that you're wearing a costume when you respond and then say to her, that's a dumbass, disrespectful question to ask a grown-ass superhero. Is he dressing her like this? Yeah. I'm assuming. He has to be. <laughs> what are we doing? The one that got what me was when doing? she had on a pillow as a shirt and mm-hmm. held it the whole mm-hmm. time. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Wow, time. On- wow, I really want to listen to his music. And I really want to <laughs> buy a product from her. No, <laughs> I don't think so. They look, I they feel are you crazy. On that. You, you do have a point. It's like if we see someone that looks like they might be under yeah, distress, wig caps? it might fuck be the fair paparazzi. I'm with you on through. that. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, as, fuck I guess them. This, this is a tricky one, as fuck Antoinette them, but was this saying. This motherfucker is crazy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> You know, well, you know what? Awesome. Both are crazy. Oh my god! Yeah. I found the, the Vegas photo. Him, and the, him and the wife. Yeah. <laughs> both are crazy. Uh, <laughs> You're right, Fred. Both are crazy. It's a crazy ass house. You can't win in this one. And why she always dress like it's hot, and he always dress like it's cold. You, Kanye, you got titties. You put a shoestring over your motherfucking titties. I mean, you know what I'm saying? If y'all should. both got it on, then that's all. You know, then I'm with it. But your titties is nice and warm Please and covered stop. up. You're Kanye crazy. had a, a full coverage titty shirt covered. Okay, you ain't barefoot. Oh, you got on them sock shoes, God. but you ain't barefoot. That was literally the perfect response. So, you oh, know, oh my God. Anyways, more white news for y'all. Um, <laughs> white news. Britney Spears apologizes to Justin Timberlake oh, for the things she wrote about him in her book. She said, I am Uh-oh. deeply sorry. This is a quote from her post. She says, I want to apologize for some of the things I wrote about in my book. If I offended any of the people I genuinely care about, I am deeply sorry. I also wanted to say I am in love with Justin Timberlake's new song, Selfish. Oh. Rose emoji. <laughs> I I it is so good. Else. And how come? Well, don't, anyway, it is so good. Like, it was so good. Check. And how come every time I see Justin and Jimmy together, I laugh so hard. Now, we know that in the book, she said that um, she was pregnant during her relationship with Justin Timberlake. They both weren't ready, but he was more so encouraging her to get the abortion. So she got an abortion. She also said in that book, um, she described how she felt that Justin Timberlake tried too hard when he met Genuine back in the day, reportedly put on a, quote, black scent and said, oh, "Oh, yeah, for she is, for she is, what's up, homo? (laughs) Yeah, I forgot that. Mm-hmm. So, what do y'all got to say about that? Now, y'all, you know, y'all, what you gonna you want to pop? What y'all want the paparazzi to ask her? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wonder what's making her apologize. Mm-hmm. You think she's like sobering up in some way, and maybe she's like, "Man, I didn't have to say all that." I, I don't know. I don't that, get it. But the the shift in emotions in the the caption that she wrote 
reflects a little imbalance to me. Mm, you see okay. how she started off by saying she was sorry for the things she knew. And I also want to add, I love his new song. Every time we sing them together, I did it. It was just hot, cold, up, down. Yeah, Britney been you know? through a lot, you know. Yeah. She and been check through a the lot. levels. It's time to yeah. check the levels and adjust the dosage. And <sighs> I don't know who's in charge of things over there, but when she was dancing like Azalea Banks with knives and shit, <laughs> with <laughs> knives and then mini, that mini yo. panty she wears, it's a mini panty. panty. The one Plies was having a ball with. Mm-hmm. Mini <laughs> panties What, what and does Ice Spice say? She's showing her panty? Yeah, baby. That's what she's doing. I've never seen a, a it's like a headband. A low rise panty. Yeah. It literally looks like a headband. <laughs> I ain't never seen nothing like it. But yeah, Brittany, you know, that's what's going on with her. Asante, you have any thoughts about that? Uh, prayers for Brittany Jean. We're coming up on, you know what? It's it's 20 years for the Super Bowl where Justin Timberlake did what he did. Mm-hmm. And 20 years? Them for that. Wow. 2004. We all. Ruben Stutter. That's crazy. Yep. <laughs> all right. I was going to. Celebrity is poison. Mm. And all these uh, hot topics are affirming <laughs> that reality because this is just nuts. Like Speaking literally of nuts, right? And ridiculousness. Let and not the show. Let's close oh. out with a um I was gonna talk to you guys about the shark that bit the ten year old boy in the Bahamas oh, no. in the tank. What? Yeah, but we'll get at that. And you see this is white news, so we just leave it there. Oh. Um oh, last thing scary. I want to talk about just to laugh at that is scary, but we're gonna laugh anyway. Benzino released a diss track <laughs> to Eminem. <laughs> Wait, what? All right, well, we can just go like ahead and recently. close out. We could just we could just close on out, right? <laughs> wait, That's wait, what that, wait, that wait, was wait, the no, superior. I know. <laughs> Do we want to know? Is this for real? He what said he's a bitch ass and feminine. Like timeline. He said he's like, a bitch ass and feminine, and Maddie lacks melanin. And uh, Asante, this is the OA. <laughs> this is the OA, like, like, I, you, like yeah, you know, like the when she old she, ass, like you motherfucker, know, friend, that's what it is. When she was on the boat, all of a sudden, like all of a sudden, I'm somewhere she else. She woke like, up like, wait, am I in 2004? Yeah, <laughs> am I on a different timeline? Because oh what? my, Did, is Benzino for? Never Where mind. Where's this coming from, Dustin? Why? Do you Eminem know? recently released a song, and in okay. the song, he says something about. Um, I'm going to do the opposite. It's the opposite of Benzino, a giraffe or something like that. And he um, said, oh, well, there goes that koi feature. It was like a funny like bar. You know okay. what I'm saying? Well, song, then, you know, but it was warranted. Shots right? were fired. So. Shots were fired, but it ain't like they hit him in the neck. So it wasn't <laughs> like he was lying. And second of all, fuck you, Benzino, because I ain't forgot, bitch, when you called me Stewie on Twitter. Cause I was lighting your motherfucking what? brown yeah. and serve ass up, and the next thing you knew, <laughs> you gonna say I look like Stewie in my picture. Well, bitch, what you look like now? Because the last time I saw you, you was on OnlyFans looking like a, a, a upside down pyramid. Okay, <laughs> built all big at the top and little at the bottom. You Sherry Shepherd built motherfucker. You. And second of all, um, that's why Eminem shit was funny, and you look stupid making a diss track because nobody Dustin, bought your music any damn Dustin way. Dustin versus Benzie. You know, was not on my bingo card. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I ain't scared when, of Benzino. I don't when know I fuck saw about it that day, fuck it wasn't on mine either. Look, look, my name was on the list. Nini's is in. That's well, yeah. Benzino's name is on my shit list. I ain't ever gonna forget oh, you my because God. I know my eyes is low, bitch. You ain't have to try to talk about saying <laughs> say I look like Stewie. You know what I'm saying? For the cause. And, and that's why you look like um, blue face baby mama, bit like a Barbie, Barbie bitch. That's what you look like, motherfucker. You look like her motherfucker. That's right. 
So goodbye, motherfucker. And that's oh, it for this shit. week's uh, oh, Hot Topics, y'all. That was great. Thank that's you. It. Amazing. <laughs> yes. Really appreciate y'all. We had some things to discuss. You know? Yes. That felt really... um. Mm-hmm. Energetic, R- refreshing. That's right. Yeah, I got I more like energy got than, than you too. You fat mid around the motherfucker. At, uh, oh, I can't stand Benzino. Wow. Okay, <laughs> you're like that felt really, really. Energetic. I felt like I just had a vagation. Like, <laughs> I'm like wow, wow. Like somebody can say, okay. Rosie O'Donnell looking at. <laughs> let's oh. let's soften things up. Mid Kathy Bates, oh bitch. You look God. like Kathy Bates. Justin Fleeks. Misery. That's oh, that's exactly what you oh. look like. The source oh. of your problems is the fact that you, you look like a lawn, a bag of leaves. I'm trying. Let's Take bring in minivan. Okay. I can't do this my <laughs> So let's shift the energy a little bit. Right. I feel Fuck like I'm me. in a retreat. <laughs> It's Dustin smoking and cursing for me. Ooh, you have to count him out. So, <laughs> kind of <laughs> aligning what we were saying earlier by using your platform and your online traffic for good, right? And aligning with what we discussed on last week's episode, just the way that we can mobilize with our platforms, how, you know, posting online can be extremely beneficial. Mm-hmm. So I was on Twitter and I saw this um, this account by a woman named Jasmine Crow Houston. I'm sure you guys saw it too. Her Twitter handle is Jasmine Crow, C-R-O-W-E. She had retweeted, I guess she came across a tweet from this account called Decatur-ish. That's mm-hmm. Decatur, Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. Well, so, I would assume. Assuming, right. Assuming. Um, Decatur-ish account that had an article that stated that the Decatur schools plan to serve cheese sandwiches to students with unpaid meal, uh, unpaid on, meal, man. right, right, Come on, cheese man. sandwiches. That was like a new, I guess, policy. That's what they serve people in jail. You know that? A child. This is fucking ridiculous. This is what we're talking about right yeah. here. Right. I don't even want to get too we're deep. We're moving backwards. So that was from a Decatur-ish account that was highlighting this article. So Jasmine Crow saw it. I'm assuming she is from Decatur because obviously she took it very, very personal. And she retweeted that. I'm going to actually read her tweet. She retweeted that article and said, can we please get a list of unpaid balances and pay them for these children so they don't have to be embarrassed like this? How big can the bill be? Okay, so here's a cool thing. Under her tweet, someone named the Yana found the nutrition director's email and said, considering they're a nonprofit and the program is sustained through the meal payments, maybe she'll create something to let parents know people want to help because no excuse can justify a cheese sandwich. So this is where Jasmine said, I'm going to contact her first thing in the morning. She does contact her and then she comes back and tells everyone that in their conversation, they said, she says, hi, I just spoke with the nutrition director. The total balance owed for all students across the district is $88,000. That ain't nothing. They do not accept electronic payments, which is crazy. It's like they want to make this difficult. Mm -hmm. They are accepting donations via check. How like 
antiquated. <laughs> what the fuck is right? going on? Money order or cash to the Decatur City Schools. And so this uh, created, obviously, a firestorm on Twitter. And it it uh, encouraged Jasmine to actually kick off a GoFundMe. And so she created one, and they met the $88,000 balance in like 48 that. hours. See? Hey, man. So amazing. So when she hey, went man. to give this to the nutrition director... Suddenly, the nutrition director said that she couldn't accept it because apparently an org had already covered the balance. It's like, what is going on? Fire <laughs> that bitch. Who in the hell is the nutrition director? So now, Who is the superintendent? Um, we need to start I, at the top and go down. Right, right. So Jasmine had to put out a statement saying, everyone that donated, thank you so much. This showed the power of getting mm-hmm. this information out there. And suddenly the bill got paid, right? Um, but she's, you know, letting people know that whatever you donate will be refunded. And she was working with GoFundMe hand in hand to ensure that that would happen. But I don't know. Isn't that like strange, all of that? All of that. So like highly unsettling. Investigate the fuck out of the entire school district from top right? to bottom. Anything with behavioral um, discipline issued against the kids. Right. Any, invest them school scores. Audit the whole fucking school district. Something and is up because that whoever was, was responsible. That's a decision that someone made. We'll we'll make give them cheese sandwiches if they have a balance. Go to the bottom of that. Get to the bottom of that and find the source. Find out who is responsible and let's see some corrective action ASAP. Yeah. Because that's crazy as fuck. It is because I went to the GoFundMe to donate Mm -hmm. and that's where I saw that she said, I was informed today, like she had an update on the GoFundMe Mm -hmm. because it was closed. You couldn't even donate. Mm -hmm. Um, She said, I was informed today that a corporate foundation... Mm-hmm. has cleared the school debt for the city schools of Decatur district. While I did offer to still provide the donation to set up a reserve mm-hmm. nutrition fund for future meal balances, my donation was declined. Yeah. I don't like none of this. Something mm-hmm. about this was off, but shout out to Jasmine yeah. for mobilizing, Jasmine, right? Bro. And the account, the Yana, the one that mm-hmm. found the nutrition yes, director's email. But this is what yes. I mean about coming together because people were so affected by this because mm-hmm. we we were those kids. We remember those kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We also know what it's like to not be properly fed and then mm-hmm. have to sit for hours in, in, in a classroom. Like, That's yep. fucked up. It's just terrible. It's embarrassing. It's unfair that because of your family situation that you can't eat. You know, so I'm thankful to these fellow backpack rappers. Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> I'm glad you cracked that joke because I'm sitting over here mad as hell <laughs> mad right and now. I'm like, I what mean, the like fuck? the fact that it was declined as a reserve. It just shows that there are so many rotten hearted fucking people working in the education system that mm. have influence over the experience that these kids have when they go to fucking school. The Man. one time when, when you entrust you, you blindly and tr- not blindly because I guess people vet the schools or whatever before they enroll their student, their children. But like you got to trust your school system to take care of the basic needs of your right, kid. Right. And there's a general trust that they're not going to do anything harmful 
you know what I'm saying, to your child. But when you yeah. hear shit like this, it just infuriates me. I hated certain teachers growing up. I hated certain administrators that I felt like were just rotten bastards, fucked yep. up people. Yep. Yep. And hearing stories like this lets me know that that wasn't just me being childlike and having an indifference that was toward you being them. Intuitive, intuitive yep. than a motherfucker yep. and yep. calling the dice before they stopped rolling. I hate people <laughs> right. like this. This, yeah. this, y'all know that I, they, I hate mm-hmm. people that do things like that. I hate them. So Same. They, there needs to definitely be some corrective action taken in that school district. And we need full fucking audits. I'm going to count the squares of toilet paper in the goddamn bathroom. Yeah. Okay. Count everything. That's why like, I followed is... the story closely. I saw when she tweeted that. I saw as she was building the GoFundMe. Mm. I saw as people were donating. I saw when the girl found the nutrition. And then when I went to finally donate, I saw that it was closed. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, how does that work? You know, because even if people meet their goal, you can usually still give because there's always mm-hmm. more to give in the school system. I mean, right. they need it. So that's why I thought this was tricky. I'm like, you know what? I have to highlight this because I mm-hmm. don't know what's going on. So glad you did. And obviously it's two parts. You know, we want to highlight the amazing work that our community did to resolve mm-hmm. this problem. And the but ass also, to whoop, which is the right, nutrition director. But also <laughs> highlight whatever fuckery is very, very clearly going on. And obviously this is not just right. <laughs> not just in the Decatur school system. This is just across the board in the school system school systems period so wanted to just use uh this segment to put that out there but once again thank you to jasmine crow houston for what you did i mean you got this out there real one that's a real one right now them kids will be able to eat and i'm like the thought of that and everybody that know her connected to her that's one of the people you protect and have her back yes yes her community the people that live around her like look out for jasmine crow because she looked out for your children absolutely and she said that this in the gofundme she actually said in light of this i'm working with gofundme now um she said it's making her try to think of more acceptable ways of tackling the issue of childhood hunger. Mm -hmm. Thanks to the awareness generated by community driven kindness that has been, you know, the, the, the sadness has been prevented here mm-hmm. for these kids, yes. you know. And Thank the Lord. For these the families. last thing them babies need. My There's goodness. Many fucking so distractions to learning that exists for them already today. with your yep. books, the quality of general. the classrooms, the teachers. I mean, too much What's going, going on. on at home. And you What's motherfuckers know that. Home. You motherfuckers yep. know that. And you were in fucking Decatur. That's crazy as hell, man. Man, yeah. I hate if you're a fucked up person, go do something else. Don't get involved in the school system whatsoever because you're bitter about yeah. whatever your lot in life is. Like, don't yeah. work nowhere near kids. Because no. anybody who said, well, we're just going to give the, the ones that have a balance, cheese, a uh, balance. Imagine- $88,000 $88, is a lot of money for people to just have, but in the scheme of, of a the, school of system. A, and a debt that needs to be solved, you know what I'm saying, in order for something that like this not to happen, $88,000 is pennies. Pennies. That That's why they're able to the aid, raise it so fast. They are pocketing, you know, like, oof, like the UPS story. I'm like, so goddamn mad. Anyway, had to put that out there. Thank you guys. Fuck um, Benzino. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Now we jump to Mr. Music Man. What you got for us this week? It's a big music week, Asante. A lot has happened in music for sure. <laughs> um, I feel like we talked about a lot of the important. Well, the the main thing that I wanted to talk about was Megan. So I'm glad that we actually got a lot of that off of off top anyway. Um, one last thing, I guess I want to kind of throw in there with the Megan thing that we talked about earlier was the the barbs. Y'all really have to calm down. Apparently. You know, the death threats to Ruby Rose and all that, it's just a lie. It's like, <laughs> why are you laughing? Is it because her name is Ruby Rose? <laughs> because she got caught talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to post And now me. she be saying, like, how much she love her and shit. Oh, no. It's just, you know. She no, 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 please. In the, in the circles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I th- I think that's why I I try not to even pay attention to these things too because it's like when these artists do these things it's nothing like hearing a disc record and then being like oh damn that's what was going on versus having to see it all play out on social media like I like to watch the production you know what I'm saying like like watching TV like when we watch Love and Marriage I like to watch what's happening on the TV show so it's always unfortunate when it's like oh well y'all was doing this on social media I'm like damn people are going on like that on social media. <laughs> To the point of sending death threats to Ruby Rose. Y'all got to chill. Y'all got to calm down. Use the energy somewhere else. Um, there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of terrible news stories that happen because the whole Krishan thing happened. Okay, care less. I'm just gonna. What's the oh? Uh, well, actually, I don't want to know. Yeah, you don't want to know. Yeah, I really don't like. You don't want to know. That's where I tell you it's from. <laughs> Down south. <laughs> okay. Wow. This is this is where having to be um uh respectful and responsible come into play with my platform. So that's why I choose not to actually highlight what has happened with Krishan. Because a lot of things happen with her and it's like, why is she still in the conversation? Mm-hmm. Especially in a musical conversation. For real. Right. Um <laughs> anyway. Uh, some artists that I do care about, an artist that I, well, artists that we care about rather. SZA reveals that she's going to be working on a new song with Paramore. Ooh. Oh, um, that should be cool. I'm interested. They're going to be doing right. They're going to be doing a collab. Y'all know that Snooze is is still going hard. Um, Shout out to Chris Reddick Kynes and everybody responsible for that song. Yes, <laughs> yes, a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful culmination of. Artists and producers and writers and all of those amazing things. Uh, SZA's SOS actually becomes the longest. It's her longest uh, running number one R&B album. Wow. Um, well, it's the longest number one R&B album. 
So she she broke this chart. It's number one on the top R&B charts, according to Billboard. Nominated for all them Grammys and shit. Good for her. Yeah. That's crazy because Control had everybody in a headlock for years. Well, Janet didn't play with that album. To, 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 to be able to follow years. I mean years so to follow so the, that up with something that that smacked even like, bigger yeah smacked the industry even bigger that initially, like, what is this girl? that initially people weren't fucking with initially people were not fucking yeah, with this yeah. they were like a lot of people were like this they is no it was control too. this is this is old or no dated growth, yeah meanwhile I'm playing this shit back like this bitch is in her bag, my bag, the bag <laughs> over there. Like she got hands in every pot. Like, are y'all missing out? So hearing that she's doing this uh, Paramore collab, it only seems right, and it's dope. And you know, just shout out to Paramore because y'all know niggas love. Yes, Paramore. we do. <laughs> um, there are other things I could talk about in music. A lot of music has been <laughs> released. Uh, so since so much music topic. has been released, I would like to go on ahead and move on to the songs to play listens Ooh. lately portion of the show because I want to know what music you all have been listening to because the new cycle of music just has not been good. I don't yeah. like that this was the new this his I was excited for his and I'm glad that it came out just to share my um my thoughts on the actual track itself. His is a, a, a dope ass track. The visual is dope and it's a great follow up to Cobra because this pussy depressed. I'm about to stress him like all the way down to all of the visuals that she's. Have you seen? Did you watch the video for this? Mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen it. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen like little stills. So you, you know, get the aesthetic. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Megan is a beautiful, badass, talented, bar biting ass bitch. <laughs> like, I just love the fact that she hits us with that. Out Like, beef aside, I love that she's coming out this way. And this is going to be the rollout for the third album. Um, and they were coming in on her birthday in February. So, you know, just shout out to Megan and A lot of anime that she's doing. references too, right? A lot like of anime. Flowers. I saw people talking um, about A that. lot of, you know, disrespecting <laughs> niggas, which is obviously part of the course. Like, I just love everything about the stallion. I do. And she hasn't steered me wrong yet. And I don't want to say yet as if she's going to one day. But th- that's always my pause with uh, artists and fan fanning and standing. Mm-hmm. If, uh, I think I've talked about this before, but like I used to tell Crystal way back in the day, I'm like, I'm not a Beyonce stand. She's like, yes, you are. And then I had to wake up one day and realize, all right, you know, actually I am because, you know, how could I? I cannot deny. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So Megan is one of those people so far that I cannot deny. And to the conversation earlier, not to compare the two t- separately. Nikki was one of those girls that I felt like I could not deny, mm-hmm. but a lot of choices musically, you know, not even personality, musically, I just did not enjoy certain things. There are mm-hmm. a lot of things outside of those things that I did enjoy that I I do enjoy immensely, but so you it's don't like Pink rocky. Friday too? Um, I didn't. I tried to listen to it when I was in um in Utah, and so maybe because I was in the wrong vibe, it just didn't really connect. <laughs> I only connected initially with the uh i didn't even listen to the whole thing i only connected initially with the the uzi song because you know i love uzi and i love that you should check it out i think you if you listen to it i think you like it it. now i'm gonna revisit it now like in a different clear headspace Mm -hmm. but it just really wasn't like i wasn't connecting and maybe i just need to like really sit with the headphones and really like give it its its due but like drake really like again initially i did not like his project but then i then it was I can't get enough of it. I can. I cannot. Virginia get Beach. 
Sim, Simon, you she out. Pretty, she pretty in ghetto. So just, like Virginia Virginia just like Virginia Beach. Like, I think I'm really, you really out. proud of you. I told you. I told you something, y'all. He gave me with that little that little uh, run. But hey, <laughs> this ain't the leadest thing. Get on you, bitches. Like, oh my god, I love that song. Yeah, like, for all the dogs, it, it really initially I was like, I've heard some of these songs before because they all felt familiar to me. But then when I like really listened to it, I was like. This is why yeah, it, feels it feels familiar like a to me. A lot of it was resonating to me mm-hmm. in different ways. So I was like, "All right, well now it hits." I love and I can't album. deny. It. And it was right before he released the deluxe or whatever. So then he had them additional oh tracks. Oh my god! Fuck my the, ass. And the additional tracks is what everybody wanted, mm-hmm. and not not me personally. But when I heard that, I, I was like, "All right." So now he's like, now that I've Spitting. gotten into what I like and what he gave us, I'm getting into what he gave the people what they needed too. So. I'm sorry. Even though y'all call Drake a pop rapper or whatever, he still gets the job I done. I take it. He does. <laughs> um, yes. Back to listens lately, Fran. I would know. I would love to know what you have been listening to lately. Okay. So I told y'all <laughs> I've been in the gym all month. So you know you gotta look up the songs that are gonna help you get to the workout. And one song that I had to put on this show because it is going to help you get through your workout is mm-hmm. called La Mama de la Mama. Okay. And it's by Alf, El Alpha, El Cherry Scom, CJ, and Child Productions. And this is how it goes. Me gusta tu descendencia entera. ¿Por qué? Porque ella me da. La mamá de 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 la mamá That's the shit. That mm. shit got me ready to turn up. I'm okay. going out tonight you now. Shit. Like the, 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 <laughs> okay. Yo, that song goes so crazy. And I know it goes crazy. Dustin said he he heard it outside. They played in Ooh, the clubs for sure. Imagine. All the time. And they be going, only... oh, you know what clubs I be at. Okay. <laughs> so you know they be in there going, going to fuck off. off. Four eight counts. <laughs> No. <laughs> oh shit, yo! I'm going off for real. This song is so damn good. It's That's just hot. also just a, when you need a, a little boost, and you know the days get slow. So That's hot. That's hot. Chill, Daddy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> our fave Destin Comrade put out an album Yay. called Submissive, Submissive. Two. It is a really good project. Did you Destin guys Conrad. check it out yet? <laughs> yep, it's beautiful. I didn't listen to the album, but I've seen the videos. The videos are dope. Yeah, He's just so dope, and mm-hmm. I'm happy Hell to see yeah. him growing. He got he has like almost two million uh, monthly listeners on Spotify now, which good is good for him, y'all. He deserves to see him again. I ran into him in New York during Fashion Week um, last year. He's so, so cute. 
to see him. I'm hosting a little party with Sean Ross this year. Hopefully, oh. I see him again. Cross yeah. paths, let them know. Hell yeah. The the entire album is great. So I definitely suggest people check it out. But there's a song you did. <laughs> but this time the gender bias on my side. Look at the sunset. Like a mala, like a mala, like a Oh my God! You know what? <laughs> he has a song <laughs> called "Same Mistake." <laughs> like a brand new person. Featuring our other fan, Alex Isley, and this is how it goes. <laughs> Always born to play games Nighttime you're mine And daylight you act like you Don't even know my name Hurts me to say But I gotta move on What you want me to say I thought I could become the type of guy That you're looking for But maybe I'm not extended play but it just was too good we could not skip over Alex no. so Mm-mm. that is a beautiful combination Destin and Alex yes. my two faves coming together so really really happy to hear this record once again as Destin Conrad's new album Submissive 2 and this record is Same Mistake featuring Alex Isley those are my two records for this week all right, Dustin Ross, what are your picks? Well, Fran plays some Spanish music, so I'm about to, too. <laughs> but this is actually from Instagram. Shout out to my boy, Louis. He's an incredible singer located here in New York. Oh. And him and his Instagram is underscore Louis the first. So underscore L-U-I-T-H-E, the number one S-T. So Louis the first. And him and another singer, another young lady named... Uh, Miss Marcelli, M I S S M A R C E L L Y on Instagram. They covered Como La Motherfucking Floor by Selena. Oh, y'all know that's my song, but I just want y'all to hear it. So here's the cover, y'all. It's beautiful. <laughs> 
tanto amor, tanto amor. Sang that shit. Shout out to them, Louis. You and Miss Marcelli sang the hell out of that. And come on, La Floor. I just wanted to share that with the world because they tore that up. And y'all know how important yes. that song is to me. Now, I always think of XD. <laughs> yeah, XD loves <laughs> always. Always. What is that? He's so connected to that song for me. We love Come On. <laughs> Black people love, love Come On, La Floor. We love that song. It's just. He be like, Come on, La Floor. <laughs> XD is one of the funniest people I have I ever mean, met in my life, and I'm not easily impressed. XD, he you are so hilarious. Too, he is which hilarious. Is what makes it funnier. All right, next song I want to play is by, well, first song I want to play is by Cleo Trapper. It's called Rockstar. I'm a pretty ass bitch from the check. What? Yeah. And I stay in some shit when I spot the niggas be on me. What you expect? Yeah. Those are wannabes, wanna be her. Might walk, my swag and demeanor. So real ass bitch on your speaker. Doing the most, he still ain't peep her. Bitches ain't seeing me when they seeing me. I'm not one of them. I'm not one of these. She's a dweeb, she's a loser. I stay on her mind, her medulla. I'm a rock star. You bitches not hard. With my hair when I jump out the black car If you hitting on my lens, you ain't got bark How you still behind me? Where the hell start? Still got them pressed like Heron Beat on a bitch and fuck up a neuron Bet when you see me, I bet when you see me I got that shit on With my hair when I'm hopping out my black car That's my shit, okay? Y'all didn't see him talking about bitches Not seeing me, not seeing me I won it all Oh, okay. oh my God. He said, bitches ain't seeing me when they Ooh. seeing me. I'm not one of them. I'm not one of these. That's my you shit. You are so <laughs> that was, funny, All right. Uh, that was amazing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Okay. Next song I'm going to play. This the is my range little, today. The this, range. The, uh, the, the next song I want to play is by Gucci Mane. This is the last song I'm going to play. <laughs> But that's like one of my favorite songs to uh, to listen to in the club, to dance to in the club. And the reason I'm going to play it is because over the um, MLK weekend, when I went out in Atlanta on Sunday night, y'all remember I was up in the cabins in Tennessee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When yep. I went out on Sunday, I went to Revel. Shout out to Posh, um, the Posh Party thrown by the exec uh, events group. Um, it was a great event. And the DJ was playing this song. And this is one of my favorite songs. Hearing it in Atlanta just felt good. Seeing all my friends standing on the tables in their sections. Like, it just, it was a moment. So this is my shit. It's by Gucci Mane. And it's called I Don't Love. I love the way she treat me. I love the way she fought me. I love the way she sought me. I love things about her. I love the way she treat me. I love the way she fought me. Scoochie. I love the Scoochie. way she fought me. Going in. Hey. I'm a trouble holy. 
downtown wiring. I didn't mean to shit on you, excuse me, sorry. First so slick, make my video marvelous. Polo to the flow, wrap down like carton. Try to see yo, they gon' put you on a carton. I didn't mean no harm, but my diamonds are dumb. Put the rocks on my arm, me and rock all the done. He's still out of the slum. Yeah, that's a real Dustin song. You that know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got that for the car. You know, I love it. So shout out to Gucci. <laughs> and bitches ain't seeing me when they seeing me. I'm not one of them. I'm not one of these. He's a dime. She's a loser. Shout out to Cleo Trapper. <laughs> wow. That's it for me. Well, since you played Cleo Trapper, she was actually... In this young lady's music video, I spit eyes. Oh, I know you're not about to play what I think. I ain't listen to this song because of the name. It's just for me, y'all know I get turned right. off about bodily functions. I'm sorry. I kept hearing this song on TikTok before <laughs> it dropped, and I was obsessed. Oh, and- my God. <laughs> Excuse me. I just like these little funky beats that the kids are using now. It's something about this production that I'm mind, really feeling. <laughs> it, it do, you know what I'm saying? So, oh, his, this Ice Spice, this song is called Thank You This Shit, far in parentheses. Which is mm. where I was like... Mm-mm. I mean, y'all let, y'all let Sexy Red rock out, I know. so y'all let Ice Spice do her thing. Here we go. <laughs> Think you the shit, bitch? You not even the fuck. I be going hard. I'm breaking their hearts. Like, bitches be quick, but I'm quicker. Bitches be thick, but I'm thicker. She could be rich, but I'm richer. Damn. Take it, her man. Don't give a fuck. Out in the yams. And I'm keeping one tuck. I make me some jams. Unlock that I bend. I said 400 bands. Just to do my little dance. Bitch, I'm a brand. Bitch, I'm a baddie. I get what I want. All in Balenciaga, I look like a bum. I got the chatty, he just wanna hum. Walk through and start shaking my hips. I'm a dip when I stack on my chips. So that's Ice Spice. Think you the shit, bitch. You ain't even a voice. <laughs> that's crazy. That's a crazy way to open a song. It's a crazy I way like to open it a song. I to it. I just hadn't heard it. <laughs> now, I thought you were going to be talking about, you know, doodling or something. That's why I was turned off. But I like this. <laughs> this is well, hot. <laughs> I'm, in that case, I'm even more glad that I played it. You know, look, look. Showing my yams. <laughs> <laughs> And so she was rolling her eyes. Bitch, you think you this shit? You ain't even a fire. I like it. I like how Asante looked when it first came in. Your shoulders, Shimmy. I can't. I mean, I like Ice Spice's voice a lot. Like Me something too. about she the texture. She smokes cigarettes. <laughs> the texture of it is just really good. She has such a good tone. So I, she always gets me. Charles, like, your lunch yes. is ready. <laughs> Charles, you think you had lunch? This shit is up ready. <laughs> <laughs> then, Wait a minute, Ice Spice. Well, I wish she would have thrown in some of that. would have been funny as hell. Oh now, Wait a minute, now. Ready. <laughs> Yo, Charles, your lunch. Yo, Charles, nigga, your lunch is ready. <laughs> Netta, you think you're the shit? You ain't even you a ain't fart, even a bitch. Fart. <laughs> Don't get Netta with a response back. 
<laughs> okay. Now, Spice, you think you're the shit. Miss <laughs> 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 Nelly gonna fight. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Why you make that face? Now, Chad, you think you're the shit. Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Nelly. <laughs> Ooh, save us, Miss Sante. Save us. <laughs> well, in, in other... <laughs> In other TikTok music, um, not TikTok music, <laughs> listen, the TikTok charts is real and deservingly so because some of them songs. <laughs> That's what I just thought of. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. All right. We back. This song is called She'll Be Okay. Whoa. The little challenge that this TikTok. First of all, TikTok be having me crying because <laughs> so much music goes viral on there. And I don't know why this... Does it show you the words at the bottom that uh, when you watch videos on TikTok of like search terms for that video? Yeah. I don't know. Which is so weird because sometimes I'm like, what the hell is that? Okay. Thank you. Because when... This is so terrible. I, sh- I just had to share this with somebody. I don't know why I'm sharing this here with y'all, but I got to. You know the Money Long song? Mm-hmm. Twin. When people do that part. Yeah. You know, that's like a challenge or whatever. People are just walking doing that. <laughs> the search terms. <laughs> do you know what the search terms are? Right. Well, I don't know what they. Well, the search terms that have come up under several videos that I've seen was Money Long Autism. What? Now I'm going to move along. Uh, that is so, so this random. Well, I don't it's get the so, connection. Oh, I don't you understand know what? It. No, I think Money Long actually talked about recent. If I'm, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I think she talked about recently finding out that she's on the spectrum, and how it answered a lot of questions for her. Mm. I really feel that maybe that's why people were like searching that that um, sound clip. So, in her conversation, so if she posted that conversation on TikTok. Mm-hmm. This challenge comes up now instead of so, that conversation so or in addition to this conversation. <laughs> so random. Glad you made that connection for me. Thank you. I right, didn't I'm like, let me why confirm I that too. I, I mean, put words in her mouth. I hope maybe it is something along those lines yeah. because that would make more sense as to why it keeps happening to me. Oh, yeah, I'm right. Um, it says money long learned she is autistic, says diagnosis, quote unquote, explains so much. So, yes. That is a oh wow right yeah well that don't explain shit for me girl you out here you, you she gonna be okay well, which is actually the song eyes, you know I'm lying, her lying. song is going crazy right now that's and the shit that's am, my shit personally I mm-hmm. love that song I am so glad and look I am gonna stand ten toes down I know a lot of people did not like that uh that theatrical performance thing that she did but I loved it oh yeah, yeah, yeah I like yeah, the yeah. Tyler Perry play I loved it I loved it I see vision <laughs> you know I see there I see something to <laughs> it you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a a perfect song. I'm a she got a, she got a lot of um, shit in the chamber for real. Mm-hmm. She, she don't does, be playing when it come to R and B, baby. She get to cracking knuckles and, and moving chin has. and go to work. Yes, yes yep. before she was hiding behind that pen, but now y'all got that voice and that face and these visuals. Mm-hmm. So give her all the just due. Um, she's also on the TikTok charts along with this song that I'm gonna play. Uh, this song is called "She'll Be Okay." It's by an artist named. For the number four and uh, Fargo, so for Fargo, this song "She'll Be Okay" was actually part of a TikTok challenge that I forgot what the challenge was, but I got tired of hearing the clip. But then the song came on my Spotify shuffle, and the song in its entirety, I was like, oh, "Okay, 
this is nice. See, you know, like it's more to it than just being, you know, a little. It's not uh, one of them. Moment. It's not one of these. Yeah. So for Fargo, <laughs> she'll be okay. Baby, don't tell me it's over. Baby, don't tell me. Mad, I know what time it is. We argue and make up quick. She gon' be okay, everything gon' go away once she gets some dick. You do shit on purpose to get my attention, I notice. Pussy better when she mad as a horse. Bad, 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 shout out your truth. I know she's not a seller, she's sober. She get mad again, she can't find a way over. I over and just allowed the show for every day and ten. She like damn what I was mad at again Been from the back now I'm watching her calling her friend Time my bitch was spit a nigga got me I love when she angry with me I barely passed but she let me through the D So yes I saw that arm go That arm was That millennial arm Remember that was making fun of us It was standing tall So that's for Fargo That should be okay That song is the fart <laughs> oh God! What the hell? Amazing callback. That song is a shit, bitch. That song is the last fire. song. Last song I'm gonna play is um a new edition from Chance the Rapper. He dropped a song. It's okay, Gospels. No. Gospels. <laughs> Gospels. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> he met. He got. Is is it? Uh, it's gospels. <laughs> got gospels. Why you sound like that kid that said it's X? You got X. <laughs> it's, uh... it's gospels. Because <laughs> don't he make gospel music now? Like I thought he took his gospel shirts rap, in and like pulled the pants rap. up to his stomach. I haven't heard from hat. Chance in a long time. I don't know what's going on. So this is a uh, freestyle, a black starline freestyle. It's called I Will Be Your. And um, okay. I assume, you know, everything. I don't know. But um, this is Chance the Rapper. You're a guide on some deaf cat for cutie. Let's grab a smoothie. Sit back and just laugh. The movie is so plain. The place is gold framed. I'm sipping a gold drink. I'm drinking on my frequent fly miles. It's cold train. The diamonds on my necklace keep doing the soul train. The line in my head keep doing its own thing. I never been one to take half of the whole thing. But every single one of my ops is a whole lane. Goodness gracious, this is spacious. How you turn the black star line into a spaceship? How you fit the moment in the carousel art? How you take the big body, make it parallel park? I'm the pirate that became the pilot, ho. I could do this shit with both of my eyelids closed. I got keys in every color like a xylophone. That's the plan, I'ma drive it home. Yeah, captain, bunch of reruns, but what's happening? Where we at? On the map, it's still happening. I hard know it's as hell. Hard. I love it. Chance is still, you know, like Angela Bassett out here doing the thing. He look like her. And um, <laughs> wow. I, I guess I walked into that. So uh, that's it for the Music Man segment. <laughs> Dustin Ross, please take the wheel back as we want to know what you've been watching for the TV Land segment. Well, much to everyone's chagrin, our TV <laughs> Land segment coverage of Married to Medicine will be moved to Patreon this week. No! So for everyone who loves Mary 
to medicine has been one to deep dive. That's what this week's episode of The Delivery is about. May I encourage you, brethren, to make the pilgrimage to patreon.com slash friends on podcast. You can catch a full, in-depth, deep dive, totally focused, unclouded review of this season's Married to Medicine um, analysis from my from me uh, as we prepare for the reunion to come up within the next couple of weeks. So we're going to start this week with a deep dive that you've been waiting for. It's going to be over on Patreon. So um, I will talk about the reunion over here, but we're going to do a season deep dive uh, this week on the delivery, which you can find on Patreon. Thank you, Patreon. We love you, Patreon. <laughs> Um, this week you need to tune into a few things continue watching the traders which i think is the number one show on peacock right now um but the traders us um it's a really entertaining murder mystery style game show with a bunch of lying motherfuckers and it's really really hey never has there been a more appropriate place for a bunch of lying ass people you know what i'm saying to convene (laughs) than on the cast of the traders us so watch that on peacock while you over there crying at them saying charade don't know what's going on she doesn't she gives the most stupid vague ass answers that you ever want to see um literally they ask well, it's a lot of people here and uh, a lot of gamers and uh, it's, they're definitely playing the game. Uh, it's funny watching it. her and Phaedra where Phaedra, like? Phaedra <laughs> is filling the space intentionally just to provide answers and not do too much and Sheree literally just don't know what's Until going it's on. Until it's time for her to cuss the people she's going to say because I don't want to spoil but when she had to address something she addressed it. Okay? And I was like, okay, Phaedra, look at you. That wasn't cool. Right. That's what she said. That was that wasn't cool, poverty. Exactly that wasn't said. cool. Like, that was that not wasn't. cool. And she she did her neck like this. She said she that did. wasn't cool. Look. That's what she did. <laughs> she sure did. It was Yo, her hilarious. sons are so big. I know. They are, that is Yo. that trips me out because I wasn't even really someone I watched Housewives mm-hmm. like that. But you'd see her kids like online. Growing up with yep. these, seeing these kids grow up on so TV. Tr- it is. It's trippy. incredible. Really you how old you it are. is pretty cool, but it's trippy too. Girl. It's trippy as hell. Um, and, and I love the fact that we're seeing rich black kids grow up on TV. Yes. Yeah, that's necessary. Sure. I've always nice. wondered why there hasn't been a show, a spinoff style show that followed these kids. Like, mm. let's get a teen style reality show on Bravo with these kids that people want to know what happened to and what they're doing. Like, let's put the mm-hmm. cameras on and make it dope and, and something that can benefit them as opposed to some exploit, exploit, you know, to exploit them. Shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that. What else y'all need he to be watching? Cry. Who um, Aiden on you talking about yes. Married to Medicine? Yeah. yeah. He made Can't me wait cry. to finish talking about that it on beautiful. Patreon. Yes. Um, <laughs> I just want to say that he made me cry. It was beautiful. It was. Um, also, the Real Housewives Love of Salt Lake City. Oh. Um, the reunions oh, no. are all <laughs> over. It's, this is a great time for people to catch up on this last season. Um, as an incentive, you know, Mary Cosby returns and makes some appearances this season that are quite kooky. Um, and she's rude and nasty in all the ways that we love. Don't talk to me like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Asking people why they wore what they wore to that scene and shit. And just, just Mary being Mary. But this was actually a good season of House of the uh, Salt Lake City Housewives. So you should watch that as well. Um, I'm more interested in you guys going to the movies. I know for a fact that a lot of y'all asses ain't went to see The Color Purple yet. Please go see it. As it's available <laughs> for you, go see The Color Purple. Uh, and just just to see it and take it in for yourselves. I saw it just to see it and take it yeah. in for myself. See it just to <laughs> see it and take that. it in for yourself. You know, it is not a remake Beautiful of the guy. original. 
It is uh, a, a, a movie adaptation of the Broadway musical. So if you saw that, it may make a little more sense for you. Um, and why they did this. In general, what mm-hmm. like as you watch it, it'll make more sense if you remember that it is a movie adaptation of the Broadway musical. Okay, so keep that in the forefront of your mind as you're watching it and you Mm -hmm. may enjoy it. You know, Um, I definitely did. I saw it multiple times because I'm black like that. (laughs) Okay, so I seen the color motherfucking purple. Uh, And another person that saw the color purple can be found on Instagram. Eating good with Freddie Jean. I'm not sure if you all are familiar with Freddie Jean, but she has an account eating that's E-A-T-O-N because she lives in a town called Eaton. Pennsylvania. Oh, that's cute. And so it's oh. eating good with Freddie Jean. Look her up and show her some love. She's a beautiful black elder with a one-of-a-kind personality. But True. in the middle of her cooking videos, Freddie Jean went to see The Color Purple and she was standing <laughs> next to the movie uh, poster in the movie theater. And oh. she said, hey, y'all, I'm about to see The Color Purple. So Freddie <laughs> Jean, eating good with Freddie Jean. See The Color Purple? Get your asses in there to see The Color Purple. Also, while you seeing that. Did she post a, a video after? Nope. She, uh, mm. but she went and she loved it. She loves everything mm. like that. She loved it, and you're not gonna tell me that she had any other takeaway there that she nothing. loved it. I she loved it. Pretty Jean loved that movie, and everyone needs and to you see it. it. Everyone. Uh, what else you need to see? Pretty Jean ain't never came <laughs> Take it back. Take it back. Take a look. Take a look. Take a look. Take a look. Don't it? Wasn't that movie good? So listen, <laughs> go see The Color Purple. What else you need to see is American fiction. Take your asses yes. to see American fiction I after you've see seen it. The Color Purple, friend. <laughs> then you can go see American fiction. Go see it because it's good and funny and smart. American fiction is good. Another movie that y'all need to go see. This is, these are, this is the list of the movies that y'all need to see. Origin, Ava DuVernay's film oh, yes. about the writing it. of the novel cast. It is, it is a really, 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 really good movie that educates you in a very entertaining way. It's very deep. Um, and Anjanou Ellis, what can I say? You know what I mean? She's been you on my mind. Anjanou Ellis she Taylor. She sells everything for me. She's one of those people that I'm going to see whatever she's in. Just like yeah, Flat she, out. She can do anything. Mm-hmm. Flat out. Because she played Maddie Moss Clark. <laughs> yeah, she played Maddie Moss Clark. She did. She played the hell out of that Clark Sisters movie. So shout out to Anjanou. <laughs> and she was good in Nigga Potter, uh, Lovecraft Country. Oh my God. She was good in Dustin, that. Dustin, are you watching Netflix? <laughs> yeah, what's on there? I feel like you sh- you would enjoy the Griselda Blanco oh, I'm going so to. I haven't good. watched it yet, but I'm going to. And you know Sophia what? Shout Vergara. out to Sophia Vergara because when I first saw that she was playing it, I'm not going to lie. I was like, what? Who should have played it? Because she's like. J-Lo. Sophia Vergara did great. I believe. Amazing. Y'all didn't want J-Lo to do this? I think J-Lo would have killed this. (laughs) It's funny you say that because I literally told my partner, I know J-Lo was in the running for this. I just know. (laughs) I feel it in my soul. Can't you you feel it? You just feel it in your soul. (laughs) And Sophia Vergara, you know, that's A-list time. She ain't cheap, baby. Oh, yeah. What? That, After that Modern is, Family? What? And she's Different. she's she's dope as fuck. She's a great actor. No, like, honestly, she killed yeah. it. And I know some people were I like skeptical at first mm-hmm. because Park. Griselda and her, you know, look very different. different. Mm-hmm. But she did a phenomenal job. I was like enthralled from beginning yep. to end. To be honest, I think they sped it up. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I think they rushed through it. Like Griselda Blanco's reign was like what thirty something mm-hmm. years, and it felt mm-hmm. like they could have kept going. 
Yeah. Like this could have been a multi season. And then they wrapped it up. And then it wrapped it up. I was like, that's I it. Was like, <laughs> I was like, I just figured the season was about to yeah. end. Y'all was gonna give me another one. And then but y'all literally wrapped it up. And so much more happened where they wrapped mm-hmm. it up, like after. Yes. So I was like, I don't understand why they wouldn't maybe they're, uh, maybe about to they're make waiting. But maybe they're also waiting to see the response. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, I just feel like I wish they would have taken more time with it because it's yeah. really good and it it, de- it demands that type of attention. I'm definitely going to yes. watch it. Are we going to watch it on the binge? Is that what y'all saying? How many episodes is it? Uh, I don't know. Is it like, like six eight? or eight? Maybe eight. Maybe. I'd be li- I'm lying because I really don't might know. Be six. I'm making that up. Six somewhere, or eight. Somewhere around there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> but definitely watch <laughs> it. It's so, I will. so, so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but speaking of the binge, you know, we're coming up with. Uh, we are. Val- so because it's Black History Month and Valentine's Day very soon, we wanted to mix both. So we're going to do black films about love on the binge for the month of February. Very excited. We did a prompt on Patreon and so many of you answered and it was actually really funny. People were like, let's hate watch Love and Basketball. (laughs) 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 Oh, So there's a lot of classics that y'all dropped. We're going to look through them, Um, but I'm sure we also have some to contribute as well. So we'll figure it out, but I'm going to jump in this week and kick it off. Um, I'm still debating because there's an indie movie that I really love about Harlem um, called Premature. You ever seen it? It's on Hulu. Um, it's a I just love New York movies, mm-hmm. especially when it's like love stories mm-hmm. and, you know, meeting on the street. Like, y'all know those type mm-hmm. of movies. So it's a movie that really touched my heart. I watched it a couple of years ago. So I might do that, but I'm still kind of debating because I also did like looking through the list of of what y'all wanted us to recap. So we'll see. But it'll most likely be a film called Premature. So. I love them movies. The guy, they walk past each other and they turn around and the guy is doing like this. And the girl is doing like this. It looks That's cute. It. I'm and, then, the and then, um, you know, the scene in the train, like there's always mm-hmm. a train scene yeah. where y'all looking at each other. Like I live for that. <laughs> You ain't got to do much. Those scenes get me because, you know, I'm like, this is so good. I love the moments anyway. You're going to love this movie. Drea. I'm telling you, it's so good. And I love this indie. I think we need to to hype up those platforms, too. So. I'm going to pick an indie movie with Drea. <laughs> Let's shout out to Tubi. So we might do that. I think we'll, I'm going to just settle on that just to support it. But that's it. Check us on the binge this week as mm-hmm. we kick off our love stories. We're also, like Asante said early or top of the show, we're going to have our live stream mm-hmm. tonight, 5 PST, 8 tonight, PM EST. Tonight. So check us out. Mm-hmm. All right. That's With it, that baby. being said, that's it. We could turn the TV off. That's it for TV <laughs> land. <laughs> we love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. And we will catch you guys that's next right. week. Fuck you, Benzino. Stay back and protect your magic. (laughs) Bye. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? 
Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.